Hi, Kelsey Kramer here, inviting you to try my new beer, Faith American, at Crystal Springs Resort in Sussex County, New Jersey. Faith American beer is now available at all six Crystal Springs golf courses. To learn more about my Faith American Brewing Company and how you can win a chance to play a round of golf with me at the resort's top-rated Bally Owen, visit crystalgolfresort.com faith. That's crystalgolfresort.com slash faith. Let the great experiment begin! Do it. Kelsey! Hey, Captain! Yeah. Hello. General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Stop coming back. Ho ho! All leading up to this! Wager why I picked that song? Because uh, the uh, the Rebels' obsession's back. The, the good show episodes are back. Two in a row. Yeah. Hey, hey. Season four's picking up. Yep, it's all happening. No, season three. For season three, sorry. <laughs> they they still got a lot of stuff to carry in these last few episodes. Yeah, they do. To clarify the to uh, dignify the. This is the best season of the four that I've been told all along, so we will find out. But welcome to the Clone Cast. Welcome to the Clone Cast. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. And what we do here is uh, we are watching and reviewing in chronological order that goddamn Star Wars Rebels show. We are on to season three, episode 17, Through Imperial Eyes. Um, I was surprised he didn't do uh, uh, the, the Peter, Behind Blue Eyes. Peter Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Uh, in your eyes? In your eyes. Yeah. I could have done that. No, I just... Um, I do like Celine. I've been listening to a lot of Celine. Like I know you have. The Quebecer Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she can speak French to me. Um, Weird-ass husband. Yeah. <laughs> no, when I, when I downloaded this, I watched the video, and, like, she's in the video, like, caressing some, like, 25-year-old hunk. <laughs> And I'm just like, I wonder if his her weird husband was sitting off to the side, just smearing it up while the Aqualush bull goes to town on the set of the It's All Coming Back to Me Now video. Oh, man. Renee was his I name. Was gonna I was going to say, I was between Renee and Michelle. I know it was one of those. The reason I, I can out, he's like a, he's one of those like low level celebrity because he wasn't really a celebrity but he was known because of his wife yeah because he knew where she was 13. oh yeah and he drives away on the hunk drives away on oh, a motorcycle yeah, yeah. um it's like a bon jovi video <laughs> well no there's like a specter of his motorcycle that drives through the hallway when she's alone at night <laughs> um no but the reason i remember renee and i can just pull him because i remember she was on oprah at one point, and Renee came out and did a segment as well. And I, I, it was right around the time. Have you ever watched the movie Basketball? Oh, of course. Okay, you know Ernest Borgnine <laughs> plays the owner. Yeah. For some reason, 
Renee looked exactly like Ernest Borgnine to <laughs> sure, me. Sure, okay. <laughs> so I could just pull him on demand. I just remember SNL had a lot of fun with that relationship. Really? They, there were like a couple of sketches during Weekend Update where like somebody playing Celine and somebody playing Renee came out. Yeah. Yeah, it I was did, that. Yeah, it was that. The one, the two big ones were that one, and then the relationship with Liza Minnelli and her ex-husband, because he filed domestic abuse charges against Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Buster Bluth. <laughs> yeah, basically Buster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this guy was stranger than Buster Bluth. Oh, I remember David something, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He looked like a he looked like a husky Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, reviewing that goddamn Rebels show. We're, we're moving right along on that goddamn Rebels so show. Much, so much fun with the Clone Wars. We decided to yeah, go with right. Rebels. We did do the Clone Wars, and if you're interested in that, you can go back. They're all there for you. All of them. It's a great show. David Guest. G-E-S-T. Okay. Yeah, I do I do remember. He was an odd fellow. Yeah. He's like, if you took Nathan Lane's body and then put him directly into Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With jet black hair. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I guess we should probably just get the Sega Bass Fishing out of the way since that's the hit of all that hits, a right? great segment. Enjoy your fishing. Get a new tournament passport. It's the Bass Fishing Sound Effect of the Week. Okay, so this one's coming uh, from Mike Laybourne, uh, resident Lego expert. He's got some custom builds that he does. Mike is more of a, from a certain point, a skew fan. Yeah, And I think he picked up on us via the Padawan Podcasting Network, which aforementioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're still going. (laughs) We had five or six at one point, and we still have two. Check it out. Anyways, um, Mike Laybourne picked this. This is number 90. So this is your Sega Bass Fishing Sound Effect of the Week. Get bass. All right. (laughs) (gasps) You think when I know what you're doing. Get bass to where you once belonged. Oh, yeah. We got to we got to pull that up. Um, So I do have to ask, are we now in official? Are we officially being sponsored by Faith American Brewery? They don't know it yet. But yes. Kelsey, I just, I don't know. You know, I've been, yeah. lately I've been putting like a funny clip in front of yeah, the intro know, in front of the intro. And today I was just like, what what do I want? And I was just, I remember I told you a few months ago, well, you found the one Shantae. Oh, Shantae. Shantae. You had found that one, but I had heard the one that was like Kelsey Grammer for the Wounded Warrior Project yeah, yeah. or something. And it shortly after that time, I was always trying to get my phone ready to do a screen record. It never came back. I am I so am, I just typed in Kelsey Grammer ad and that's what came up. He I am sure he is a gigantic piece of shit, but he is my favorite piece of shit. Oh, yeah, he is the best. Piece he of is one hundred percent Kelsey Grammer all the time. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Like I, I don't want to like um, demonize people. Oh, I can. Okay, I yeah. I don't mind. But like I don't know, man. I've had I've been I've I've had um. You know, every now and then I get really kind of just sappy for the world. Yeah. I've had that moment lately where I just feel bad for like working class conservatives. I'm just like, man, they don't they don't you know, they they don't know any better. Well, No, they don't, though. Like they're just getting dragged along by these awful fucking bureaucrats. And I feel bad for them. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Today. Also, Kelsey Grammer did fall off that stage that one time. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, he fucking went flying, man. Oh, no, no. Charles. Hi, Captain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what's going on? Nothing. What's going on? I haven't talked to you in a while. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I mean, let's. should we get into the video game talk? It was a jammed pack session. Should Hold we on. Before we do video talk? games, anything else go on this weekend, or was it just video games? Well, I don't know, man. I had a lot of weird existential crises going on you in my head. You seem better. You seem like in a better mood. Well, I'm still off Twitter. Yes, I'm I know. I'm still off Twitter. Um, and Which, by the way, like I know it's day-by-day day shit's different on Twitter, but I had like 28 notifications today, and I opened it, and it was nothing. Like, it was only like, they changed their like... Oh, no. It was only like, Is it like so-and-so posted this. You might be interested in this. Yes. Oh, I hate those things. Yeah. Um, it was very weird. Well, did you get any real notifications? No. Well, that's because I'm barely do on anything. It, so, you got to yeah. go on there. I like the Discord. Maybe you should carry the torch. No, I just like the Discord. Yeah, Adam is on the Discord. I've been on the Discord a little more lately. Without Twitter, I've, you know. I, I Just today, I shared my rum and Coke recipe. There you go. Um, What was I saying, though? Oh, yeah, so I'm off Twitter. It's been about almost a full two weeks, I think, since I last. I did do, like, episode tweets, though. Like, when the episode came out. Yes. I tre- Please share those, by the way. I don't know. Yeah. It, it helps. That always helps. It helps. Um, But, yeah, so I'm still sticking to that. So if if you've messaged me on there, I haven't been checking. I'm sorry. Um, But I'll get on there. I'll, I'll eventually go back. Um, but no, yeah. So I've quit Twitter for like two weeks now, and I'm I'm happier. Um, in those two weeks, I met the love of my life. I got married. Um, <laughs> we're actually going through divorce proceedings right now. Uh, she's a 25 year old uh, e girl. Flash yeah. in the pan. She's a 25 year old e girl. Uh, we got into fights over how much she streams. Uh, um, okay. And I didn't trust a relationship she had with uh, one of her biggest fans. Seems a little sus to me. She did some hot tub twitching. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really high again. That's the new thing. <laughs> they legalized it. They legalized it starting hey! August 1st. But the thing is, I'm buying the stuff is legal already. What well, I'm buying. Yeah, but now we can actually buy like yeah. the actual. Now herb. I can drive to Illinois and just truck back with pounds of marijuana. Yeah. And not get any... Ch- Wait, is Wisconsin? Are they still... Uh... Oh, I think it's still illegal there. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're, we're actually getting... We're finally more progressive than the fucking state that uh, was fucking useful because they had Sunday liquor stores. <laughs> finally. Yeah, the only thing liberal about Wisconsin is liquor laws. Yes. It's like, you can... As soon as you cross the border, they'll hand you a beer. Plenty of places for you to go and crank it, though, if you're a trucker. Yes. Uh, Shock Video, I think it's called, or Shockers or something like that. It's a chain of adult stores just throughout, like, off of 94 driving east through Wisconsin. Yep. Um, I'm sure they're in. Oh, I saw a few billboards for those. Yes. Sure, sure there's one in Toma. Toma? I don't know (laughs) if Toma's got it. I know uh, Toma's got a nice micro tell in that I I stayed in once on the way to Chicago. Yeah. That um, is like that midway point. Yeah. So Toma, I always pulled off and got yeah for a bathroom break. Lovely micro tail in. Then I hit up the McDonald's in the morning for a little egg McMuffin. Yeah. Yeah. Except I wised up. I uh, ended up going bef- going to Chicago. I'd stop off in Black River Falls because they had a combination BP Taco John Subway. And I would stop and get some potato Olays. BP taco john's subway <laughs> yeah i've seen plenty of the subway taco bell combination crazy joint venture <laughs> <laughs> it 
Dude, that's the remix we were not prepared <laughs> yeah. for. Taco John's. Now, Taco John's, I think Taco Bell is a superior Mexican fast food restaurant. They don't got potato olays, though. They don't have potato olays. They used to have potato olays. No, well, they did. So they had border, border fries, fries, which was which were potato, potato olays. Olay. And then I'm not sure if there was a lawsuit, but they still had border fries, but they changed them into like potato, like weird potato nuggets. That weren't the same thing, and I was outraged. <laughs> potato nuggets? This took place when I was, like, a senior in high school. I miss the potato lays, man. You get the nacho cheese. So good. Oh, dip away. You know there's one right down the street. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing well with the fitness goals oh, lately. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, I quit Twitter. I, I marry an e-girl. I get divorced. <laughs> 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 um. But no, for real though, like I, I'm actually eating better and it's easier for me to eat better when I'm not sure. Yeah. Miserable. I'm I'm gaming. I'm playing the hell out of Zelda. Oh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> but no, it's I think it's good for me to get away from it. Good. Um. So, yeah, I'm just going to stay away from it for a while. You just got to get you out of the house now. You got to go visit Steve. Yeah. Well, as I become more active, I become more I yearn for society a little more. With each pound I drop, I yearn a little more for society. <laughs> it's just hilarious because you go from like being sympathetic for society and being like, you know what? We're all just people. Like I know that version of you, but then I also know the version of you that's like, everybody can just fucking burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait till I get this a medical bill. This world's such a piece of shit, man. Just wait till I get a medical bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been trying to think of things that I can do to, uh, you know, um, but no. Um, I think I'm ready to go outside in the next two months. Okay. Yeah, it's going right. to happen. I do go outside. Yeah. Um, I run errands. I walk the dog. Yeah. You um, dip a toe into society, but you're not jumping into the deep end. I go on the occasional date to, you know, keep appearances up and convince myself that I'm kind of trying. Go to a random brewery. Yeah. Have an awkward brewery. conversation with a gal. Oh, it's never awkward. <laughs> I still got it, man. I still got it, I tell you. <laughs> Anyways, um, <clears throat> that's where I met my e-girl girlfriend. Anyways, so uh, that is that. I do want to just do this quick. I mean, I just it, it, we did it last week, but it's uh, I just, uh, let's do it. I would like to see the baby. Yeah, we had two clone casting like over birthdays. Baby, I would like to see the baby. I would like to see the baby. I would like to see the baby. Holy shit. I would like to Maybe see I'll have to baby. cut it down at some point. Okay. Uh, Mo, our stardust Mo, uh, check out the bonus and or episode we did with Mo. That was very fun. Uh, Mo had a birthday yesterday. And Mike Kennedy, NFL, the official NFL analyst of the pod, also had a birthday yesterday. They share a birthday. It's a clone Castanova celebration. It's nuts when that happens. Yep. Happy birthday to the both of you. Happy birthday to the both. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, if you want, you know, if you want us to shout out birthdays, we'll do it. Yeah, just write in. Yeah, clonecastpod at gmail.com. There it is. Um, oh, we should also mention episode 200 is next week. Yes. And I would say if you haven't gotten anything into the Athorian Historian yet, do it soon. Um, I would say by this weekend. He's very receptive. He's very his, receptive. What's his Twitter handle? Uh, at Dope Jammies, or you can just email him, historian at gmail.com. 
I don't know. I mean, let's you know, if you're planning on doing something, I would get it in by the weekend. Or you could reach out to him on Discord. And if you yes. haven't joined the Discord yet, you can reach out to us. Clonecastpod at gmail.com. Maybe, Adam, you can Dr. Typho PhD on Twitter since I'm on Yeah, that too. You can try reaching out to Adam there since I'm not uh, responsive there anymore. But, um, yeah, so get those into the Authorian Historian. I'd say by Friday, Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're going to record Monday or Tuesday next week, but... Um, we don't want to have to have the authorian. He's doing such a nice thing for us. We don't want him burning the midnight oil with this. Yes. You know, we don't want him up at one in the morning the night before trying to get it over to us. So um, let's just say get it in by Saturday. Yeah. Um, if you don't get it in by Saturday, I don't, we'll see what we I, you know, just email us. Yeah. Um, anyways. So should we get into, did you have anything that you want to talk about? Anything exciting happened to you? No, same old, same old. Same old. You got yourself a CRT TV. That's exciting. Oh, I did. Yeah. So that's, we'll get more into that later. But yes, I. that's why, I think this is the latest we've ever started recording. It's going to be a late one. Yeah, I mean, you were a little, running a little late today, and then we just played Zelda for <laughs> yeah, we half did. an hour. Oh, I showed you a beauty of a hack. Do we want to talk Succession, or do you want to get the Zelda stuff out of the way? Let's talk Succession first. Okay, so we're going to do 10 minutes on it. Yes, because um, we got two episodes to talk about. Yeah, and quite a quite a fucking episode last night so um if you aren't watching succession and um you know or if you're not up to date on it i would skip forward 10 minutes we're gonna set a timer and we'll stop talking about it after 10 minutes um but even if you're like ah, i'm never gonna watch it i'll just whatever i'll have it on as background noise just trust me if you ever decide to take the dive you're not gonna want to listen to this so uh 10 minutes you got a timer yep all right here hold on set a timer for 10 minutes Doubtful. Ah. Oh, Greg. Um, Greg. Okay, so I'm assuming you watched last night's episode. Okay. Um, Hey, you know what? My prediction, if we would have recorded it last week, my prediction came true. Yes. Uh, So let's talk about... Kendall bounced back! Let's talk about the previous week first. Okay, so the previous week was the election. Um... You know, is the coverage of the election, the whole calling it early for Mencken without the, you know, and the bombing yes. of Milwaukee Voter Center, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm assuming you rewatched it because yes. you did. You had mentioned that I had fallen asleep. You had fallen asleep during it the first watch through and you weren't enjoying it. Did you enjoy more of it? The I enjoyed second it time more through? the second time yeah. around um, after you catch the especially. um just the end of it had a lot more and added more context to it for me. Yeah. And just kind of where things stood at that moment. So, yeah. Watching it did um, add to it, but it also added so much fire for this week's. I mean, God. It's just crazy. The It seems like every episode this season, they're trying to fool you into being like, all right, who's going to come out on top? Because every yeah. episode, it seems to be someone else. Well, it's literally the finale next week. I know. And I'm just kind of sitting there thinking, like, I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. No idea. I have no idea. No. I could see Greg taking over. I could see Shiv taking yeah. over. I could see fucking Madsen taking over and just dumping everybody and kicking them to the curb. I could see so much shit here. It was just so interesting because <clears throat> during that episode, the election episode, I was convinced. I was like, oh, Kendall's done for. Kendall's done. 
he all of a sudden he always like wavers and kind of waffles as soon as he's presented with something. And I think Rava had called him and said that was that the episode where Rava said that someone pushed their kid. Yeah. And he was like all of a sudden having second thoughts about this. Yeah. This guy and like the direction. And Roman was the one that was like, nope. This is the way we're going. Yeah. And he had like he was like, this is the way and it Kendall. doesn't matter anything else. That all is shit. We're going this way. And I was like, fuck, Roman's got it. Yeah. Like, Roman's the one. And then after la- uh, Sunday's episode, I think I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident saying I don't think Roman's bouncing back in a week. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, that whole scene, the end, that last scene where he ran on the street. Oh, my God, dude. That was incredible. That was nuts. Yeah. It was a perfect way of being like, oh, yeah, yeah, you Like, you, like, to say rich people is a misnomer because they're, like, ultra, ultra elite. Not not just wealthy, but, yeah. like, the upper echelon yeah. of 1%. Like, yeah, you can do anything, but you can't cross this border and pretend you're one of these people. Once you cross this border... The fence that was like the barricade between the protesters. And well, I like how he's trying funeral. to antagonize him at first, and then he jumps in there, and it was almost they didn't even know who the fuck he was. I know, he, yeah, he just ran down there and yeah. just got up to the police barrier and started flicking him off. But then when he got knocked down and started getting like trampled, that's almost, the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Like you can stay on your side of that barricade and flick people off and do whatever the fuck you want, but as soon as you put your body on the other side of the barricade, all bets are off. Well, I love that last straggler guy that tried to help him up, and then he, like, fuck yeah, off, yeah. you know, and he just... Uh, the whole meltdown for me, just him getting trampled, though, it was very symbolic of what just is- his entire... The entire experience that he went through that episode, being so fucking high and so feeling so mighty. He was basically shadow boxing in the first part of the episode. Yes. I mean, he, he was on fucking Mount Olympus. He was at the highest peak in the world, and... Just the crash and burn and the embarrassment of it all. Like, I honestly thought as he ran down to the street, he's like, I'll walk. I honestly thought he was going to go kill himself or something. Yeah. For a second, I was like, I think he's just going to throw himself off a bridge or something. Because <laughs> what, what did Megan call him? Tiny Tears? <laughs> oh, yeah. Megan called him. Uh, yeah. What did I think he it call was him? Tiny Tears. Yeah. Tiny Tears, something like that. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what Mankin is. Is Mankin even going to win? I don't know. It that's another like thing. It. I mean, but that's the. I think that's the point they're trying to make is the truth doesn't fucking matter. It's the news yes. said that he won. So it doesn't matter. Everything else is just like, oh, no, that's done. That's fake news. The news already said that he won. The difference is, though, if you claim it was, you know, you can sit there and say that he won. But when you say and make unfound claims of voter fraud, you're going to get sued for billions of dollars. Well, I think that's it's they're doing a weird thing where it's like the inverse of what happened in. No, they're doing what Fox could have legally done. Yes. But Fox decided to go in on fucking crazy conspiracies. And the next thing you know, they're fucking settling for over a billion dollars. But this is like, yeah, it's like the inverse of what happened. This yeah, is like is. as if, if as if Trump would have won, but under false pretenses. Well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen with that. I don't even know if we'll even know who ends up winning the presidential election. They might not even cover. There's only a week in, left in succession or in real life. In succession. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all know Donald Trump won. In <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And he's serving behind the scenes yeah. as our greatest American president. You trying to tell me that old bag of bones Biden got 79 million <laughs> votes? 
Did he see he got distracted by his dog? He did? <laughs> yeah. Which one? Champ? When, or? He was, when he was coming back from the G12 or whatever. the big G7? G7 in Japan. Okay. Apparently, uh, Marine One landed. Yeah. <laughs> and he zoned out into space. And they were like, no, he just saw his dog on the balcony. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, we've seen Trump zone out. Yeah, of course. We saw him stare into an eclipse, for Christ's sake. Like, people seem to forget that Trump was... I pretty sure has early onset dementia too. Yeah, just the thing is like eighty. Yeah, the thing is like Biden's synapses have stopped firing, so he'll just go through moments where he's just not there. (laughs) But Trumps are like they're running their like last marathon, like they're just they're about to die, but they're running so hard that they're trying to get to the finish line. Trump has a lifetime of being like I have no fucking idea what I'm saying, so I'm just going to say words. I mean, the guy literally said. That he had inside information about the whereabouts of Bin Laden before 9-11. Like, <laughs> dude, well, you were... That in, was true. Yeah. Dude, you were in Pizza Hut commercials at the time. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Um, but back to succession. Yes, back to succession. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I had predicted Kendall bounced back, and he bounced back hard, dude. It, I is, mean, cr- it is... He's got to be the odds on... He's the, he's the favorite right it now. It is nuts how, like, as soon as Roman was not able to give that speech... Everybody turned to Kendall. There was yes. not one person that was like, I can do this. It's just everybody was just like, Kendall, you, you got to get up there. Yeah, I really would like to see Kendall just kind of make a decision choosing his family over the business. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see that for his character because it's one or the other. Kendall can't properly function <laughs> on both ends of that. The other thing that I thought was interesting, too, is they had Greg's grandpa, Logan's brother, was the first yeah. one to get up and speak. Famed character actor James Cromwell. He's great. Yeah. But Zephyr Cochran in Star War- Star Trek First Contact. He ended up saying a lot in his eulogy. Yeah. He said a lot with no reception. But then I thought it was so interesting that he- there was so much substance to what he was saying. But then Kendall got up there and talked and said fucking nothing. It was treading water and it was not... It was zero substance, and people just fucking ate it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he really kind of just echoed his uncle's sentiments, and they just ate it up because it was Kendall. Yeah, well, and... Yeah. I mean, there was less vitriol in his, but he basically said the same thing. Like, yeah, he was a bastard, but... He lived, man. He 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 brought life, you know? I think Kendall was giving him a little bit more credit than, yeah. than his brother Well, I mean, was. they literally, as Roman was getting up to do it, they're like, you're going to do the other side, right? Your your speech, it's about good stuff, right? You're going to do the other side because after his brother just railed into him. But it was like a, it was the most loving, it's it's the most love we've seen his brother that show is to true. Him, really at all. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking dead. But. I do love how all of them, everyone was like, it is imperative that we do not let him speak at this funeral. Let's put Greg in charge of it. It's like if it's that fucking imperative, maybe don't put Greg in I charge. I love Greg of it. when he when he when he gets up and he's like, you know, like people are more caring about stock prices than a brother speaking at his brother's funeral or something. But no, I love when he sits back down. Greg goes, "That was very. You said some very important things there." <laughs> <laughs> Greg fucking rocks, man. And I, like, like, but no, like Roman's looking at him like, he's like, what do you want me to do? Take his knee out? Yeah. The fuck? You can't. You're at a fucking funeral. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're not going to stop him from going up there. And he got wasabi in that guy's eyes. Yeah. That was fun, too. Man, 
It was a good episode. It was a very good episode. Um, I don't know. What do we think about Shiv and Wamsgans at this point? I mean, it seems I don't fucking know. Oh. oh, well, and there it is. We got the finale next week, so maybe we'll have a little more time. Uh, it is a Star Wars podcast, so I don't think we want to dedicate much more than ten minutes yeah. to a, another show. So. Another, yeah. Um, we do have some emails to get to uh, if we want to get to those. Do we want to do that first, or do we want to do video game talk first? Oh, true. Let's do the video game talk, I guess. Um... Video game talk. Okay, I accidentally fast-forwarded. Fuck it, whatever. Um, video game talk. So we're obviously going to be talking about Tears of the Kingdom here. We're not going to do any major story spoilers or anything. Just more talk about the the glory that is the gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, hey, you know what I did? I mounted a fucking uh, what was it? It was like a what the fuck was it that I mounted? Oh dear, oh, a fawn. Yeah, I, yeah. I mounted a fawn. I was able to ride a fawn. Did you call them? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, you know yeah. But no. This game is insane, man. It's a masterpiece. The layers. There's so many layers to this game. There's I've so been, much to do. I have been playing for, it's got to be, I don't know, 50, 60 hours. <laughs> and I have not done anything when it comes to the story. Yeah. I have only wandered and done, like, shrines and talked to random people and done side missions. That's it. I'm just to the point where I'm about to go and do the first dungeon. I haven't done the first dungeon yet at all, and I've already done all the Dragon Tears. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, I did the first Dragon Tear just to advance the story, mm-hmm. and that's it. What's the dungeon you're supposedly going to right now? Uh, wind. Wind. I don't know. Yeah. I so you go to there. the the, the uh, Rito's? Rito's? Rito? Yeah. Okay. Rito Village? Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, no, I haven't done any of the dungeons yet. Um, I don't know. I, I like the cutscene stuff, though, and I kind of wanted to fill in those blanks. So, um, you know where the Master Sword is, right? I saw a spoiler, so okay. I know where it is. Yes. Okay. I Have you know. gotten it yet? No, and that's kind of what I thought was going to happen when I finished the, the Tears of the Dragon, which is why I wanted to really get that away. You find out where it is exactly, which, okay. you know, and then... Um, but there's more to it than that, so I'll leave that to you to go at your own pace. Give me um, another couple of weeks. I'll get there. Oh, just do them quick. I just wanted to get the... Just I, do, it's not going to impact the game any outside I wanted, of that. I wanted the Sky Towers taken care of so I could see the yes. map. I don't know what it is. Sky Towers were the first thing I went with. I don't know what it is. I always save Gerudo for last. I, like, no, I did I, Gerudo last, too. They were I my last Sky Towers. Never tu- I still do, have not touched Gerudo at all. Well... Get your heat-resistant gear on. <laughs> it's a hot one. They still got the dust storms like in Breath of the Wild, yeah. where it just completely blanks out your fucking map. Did you have you gone to? So you haven't gone to like the Yiga Clan hideout? No, not yet. Oh, the Yiga Clan. <laughs> um, you got to go there. Yeah, I mean, you went through that obviously in the first game, right? Yeah, in Breath of yeah. the Wild. Yeah, of course. I love how you have to sneak and throw bananas at them. Oh, they got the. <laughs> If you need a if you need a bushel of mighty bananas, you go to the Yig clan. Um no, I mean, uh what was I gonna say? I like how 
the game itself, I mean, it's they're, they added on to the map. I mean, there's sky and underground. Um, and they changed enough of the map that it feels new. Yeah. But I, I, I find myself still just in Hyrule, not in the sky a ton, not underground a ton. I'm still having fun exploring the same map that feels completely different yeah. than the one from the game I love four or five years yep. ago. Very strange. Yeah, I'm spending all my time there, and I literally spent before Tears of the Kingdom came out. I spent the previous three months replaying Breath of the Wild. Yeah, so I kind of thought like, oh fuck, maybe I spoiled myself. Like maybe I'm going to start Tears of the Kingdom, and it's just going to be mm-hmm. kind of like a rehash. But it has not been that way at all. Yeah, no, I'm having so much fun with it. Um, I. I, I haven't even begin to like I, I, I mean I've collected all these Zonai devices but I haven't even begun to look <laughs> into like the overall like what can I do with there's so many unique little things and knickknacks and stuff that you pick up along the way like you were showing me that cave I didn't know that fucking cave even existed yeah so um, yeah man there's just so much it's deep yeah. it is a deep 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 game it is one of those things where you can beat the game and all of a sudden realize oh there's a separate mechanic that i like never fucking use yeah yeah it's 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 wild to me and but at the same time the game is so intuitive that you don't feel lost like no. once you get your handle on just the basic controls there's so much stuff that you can do but it's not like complicated. Yeah. You're not doing these crazy button combinations or anything. It's all very it's laid out perfectly. So the game plays so well. So dungeon wise, it follows exactly the same thing as Breath of the Wild and some other Four ones. Four dungeons. Four dungeons, uh wind, mm-hmm. fire, water, and sand. Well the divine beasts were once like it, yes. mighty warriors in ancient Hyrule, and then they were imprisoned. Their spirits were imprisoned in the beasts, and then they were you released yeah. them. So the dungeons are like in the same sections. Okay, but for whatever reason, like Gerudo is always last for yeah. me, and I always struggle with which one to do first. Well, I went to Gerudo Town. Okay, um, and the the oasis that leads yes. into town. I don't like exploring out there that much. It's my least favorite zone. It's just desert. Yeah, it's just desert. Um, it's frustrating at times with the fucking sandstorms coming through. And you can't see shit. Um, but I. It, it's just wild to me. The game is so fucking big that I got I got all the towers in Gerudo done. I haven't seen any fucking anything. Yeah, I, I, I you could have fooled me that there's a dungeon out there. Well, I don't know like, if it's in a cave somewhere, but you have to like the way that these dungeons work is you have to actually talk to the NPCs and they'll like they'll advance lead you to the story yeah. into something. So like I am to the point I started going to i went to Rido Rido village i started down that path and then i was like no i don't want to do a dungeon yet i'm gonna start going elsewhere yeah and i'm then, assuming so i list went, that as a main quest yes. mission right and yeah. then i went to a bunch of other sections of the map but then i wound up inadvertently going into zora's domain and talking i haven't even gone there <laughs> talking to those people and then i started i got like right up into like oh fuck if i do one more of the side quests, I'm going to end up going into the dungeon for Zora. And I was like, I don't want to do that because there's like, that's the other thing. Like the landscape in the map changes based off of the, the dungeons that you complete. So 
Zora's domain is Yeah, a f- I'm assuming it purifies certain areas. Zora's right? domain's a fucking mess, and there's like goop raining down from the sky that's yeah. poisoning the water. And I like part- As soon as you fix that though, it's gonna go away. As soon as you do the dungeon, that yeah. goes away. But I kind of like it. Like it's <laughs> cool that goop is raining down. So you're just gonna let the, the poor Zoras die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you find the king? Oh, he is worse for wear. That big guy? Yeah. How's he doing these oh, days? Oh, not well. <laughs> Dude, I have put probably 40, 50 hours into the game, and I haven't even gone there. I haven't even gone close to it. The map is so you gotta fucking go. big. You got to go talk to Prince Sidon. Oh, I miss Prince Sidon. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what do you think of Addison? Addison? Which one's Addison? He's the guy that's obsessed with President Hudson. Oh, <laughs> The sign holder? Yeah, he's supporting <laughs> he's supporting President Hudson by holding a sign. I felt so bad before I realized what was going on. I kept telling him to let go of the sign, oh, and yeah. it just kept falling on the ground. Yeah. There's one where he is on, on the edge of a cliff, and if you tell him to drop it, it falls all the way down the <laughs> cliff. <laughs> it doesn't matter, though. It still resets the same way. I kind of wish he had to go. But no, this guy is the dumbest man alive. Yeah. The dumbest man alive. Have, oh, you gone, have, have you gone to Tarrytown? Oh, fuck yeah. I went Love to Tarrytown. Tarrytown. President Hudson, man, he's got the coolest head of hair He ever. really does. Yeah. He's got like a fucking watermelon and on his, his head. And his wife, oh, she's a princess. Yeah. How did he pull a fucking Gerudo vixen? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know who I like is, um, what's her name? Oh, Pura. Pura. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you do. Oh. When she first comes out. I was like, oh, what is happening? Something moved in my <laughs> pants. <laughs> It's that a great was game. wild. Yeah. She's. Oof. Oh. Hello there. Yeah. Yeah. How I, far did you get in Terrytown? Did you do any of the missions or anything? I just grabbed the shrine off of the guy running the. Uh... Oh, OK. Because once you start talking to people, you get you can buy a plot of land and you can like build your own house. Yeah. In Terrytown. Yeah. I saw it's that there was cool. one for sale there. I believe. Terrytown also has its own theme and it's fucking magical i do love the terry tempe at first i was like i couldn't find it because i haven't played it in you know i haven't played breath of the wild in a while and uh i couldn't find terry town i thought maybe it just got ate up by the gloom oh sure there's that ton of gloom out there and yeah. i was just like oh poor terry <laughs> but it kept telling me like people like president Hudson, you gotta visit him on terry town like do they not know that he was ate by the gloom but no that no it's alive and well i, was I love happy. that president hudson is the chris lindahl of harul yeah. he's just on every fucking billboard <laughs> well he's got addison working for him man. <laughs> yeah. is addison on the payroll he, he has to be god he's pathetic <laughs> um no uh what was i gonna say though um I don't even remember what I was going to say now. What was I talking about? Damn it! And you haven't even explored the underground all that much. I've probably activated like 10 or 12 bulbs down there. I haven't been down there very much. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll eventually work my way through. It's just depressing. I like being up and I like being I know. in Hyrule. I do go into the sky every now and then. It is so cool that it's pitch black and you have to use your like bright bulbs or whatever yeah. to light up shit. It's just, it adds a different dimension to it. I absolutely adore. And it's the entire fucking map. Yeah. Underground. It's so cool. It is very cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, the great thing about Zelda is, like, I can just, I'm perfectly content exploring and doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, me too. Like, I'll spend an hour just making some stupid device that looks like shit. Yep. 
you know and then <laughs> i was i had an idea for like a meme like all these people are making these glorious devices it's, and then you look at mine and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> i tried to draw make like a stick man and he's got a broken arm it's just he wouldn't stand up for I had a two side seconds. mission where i had to get a like a horn player out of a hole by building a floating wagon i need a and horn i player. could not get i could it took me so long to like get it out of the hole have you have you visited any of the great fairies yet Yes, I unlocked two of them. Really? Yeah. I haven't unlocked any. I visited the Horse Lord. Have you visited the Horse Lord? No, not yet. Oh, I've talked to that guy. Yeah. Um, you oh, can bring him spooky. snacks and stuff. Yeah. You can bring him snacks and stuff, and he's going to enhance the horses. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, um, what was I going to say? I don't Great know. fairies? Yeah, the fairies. I haven't unlocked any of them yet. I really want to unlock them because uh, they come out and they, they got those big old boobs. <laughs> <laughs> The game is really subtly horny. Well, that's every time I play it and Brie is around, she's like, why does everyone sound like they're having an orgasm? Yeah. Because you go and talk to someone and just some random NPC is like, uh. Yeah. No, I, my favorite my favorite NPC sound is, I think it's Kakariko Village when you buy from the one on the, the far end of town, like going out of town. Yeah. When you buy there, I always go in there and buy arrows and stuff. Yep. And you go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's man i don't know i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna have to do i gotta go pick up some of the fancy clothes yeah how am i ever going to afford a house well now <laughs> <laughs> tell them what it is so i found there is a tiktok i saw and i saw a few of them now that have pointed out there's a glitch now what? that's an infinite money glitch yep you have to uh get into a a gliding position or a spot where you're midair and then you open up your inventory while you're gliding Do it on like a tree stub so you're not too far yeah, off the just ground. jump off of it open up your glider hit pause so you open up your inventory and then you're supposed to hold whatever item you want to duplicate yeah so if you got like five apples i don't yeah. know why you'd want to duplicate apples but let's say you wanted to duplicate but apples. you hold five apples and then you hit b and y at exactly the same time and it cancels out of the pause inventory. Yep. And you drop all you the drop items. All. But it's not like it's taking from your already it inventory. It just adds into the inventory. Yes. So you pick them yeah. up and it's like just duplicating everything. So before the before we hit record on the pod, Adam and myself spent, I don't know, 20 minutes uh, duplicating some diamonds. <laughs> Cashing them in and yeah. then laughing maniacally. <laughs> I got like 30 grand for like two minutes work. I went and bought everything. <laughs> and then I went outside, I did it again, and went back and got my money back. You're like the Warren Buffett of Hyrule. Yep. Um No, but it's yeah, it's it's fun. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It's the it's, it's a great the game. greatest game. I've spent literally forty, fifty hours. I don't know the exact yep. amount of time, but I've been playing it a lot. And I probably have only seen half yeah. the map. Yep. It's it's and yeah. I haven't even been doing it. There's tons of stuff that I've just ran by and not even done. Literally every single day, all I want to do is play the game. It's what I look forward to every single day. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, go visit Steve. And I'm like, I'm not wasting. <laughs> I'm not wasting time. Tears of the Kingdom time. Yeah. When I'm 
putting it on as soon as we're done here. I'm putting it on. I'm going to jump around and replicate some diamonds for a bit before I go to bed. So we'll we'll have to talk about yeah. Zelda more as both of us advance the story. But yeah, I have a feeling we're going to be playing it for a long time. I do have some additional video game talk. Oh, you do? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Okay. Because I, uh, I found something. Oh, you found and something. I brought it with. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Here it is. Here it is. What do you got? That's not the uh, right yeah. game. Okay, so Adam has just handed me a Sega Dreamcast. Now, this is the original. That is the original. It is quite discolored, too. Yeah, it's... Um, you know, this is what happened to my Super Nintendo. The the old gray it turns yellows. into like a yellowish gray. Uh, oh, there it is. Oh, you even got the memory cards. Look at the memory there. cards in those guys. This is a really underrated... It was very unique. Yes. Oh, they got the button setups. Interesting. So, yes, I brought my Sega Dreamcast. So we got Sega Dreamcast. To go with this new TV that I just got. <laughs> yeah, Adam got a free fucking CRT TV. Yeah, I paid a visit to my, my cousin's ex-husband, who's a very nice man. It lives not too far away from here. He let me know that he had a, an old school TV because I asked him about he does retro gaming. So I asked him about having a TV that you can like hook an old system up to. And he was like, I got one for you if you want it. So he just gave me a Sony Vega or something like that. There you go. Now, the real question is, do you have the real? I Get got this. Bass. Oh, there it is. Sega, oh, I got Sega the game. Sega Bass Fishing. Sega Bass Fishing. Oh, this is incredible. And then if I'm leaving the TV here, I thought you could hook this up. Mm-hmm. Have some fun. I also got these guys. Ooh, NFL 2K1 and NFL 2K. I loved this game back in the day. All you do is you just pick the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings are the most they OP team in late 90s, early 2000s football. They had the best offense. Yep. You just do all streaks on NFL 2K. This is the play. All streaks, and you just throw it deep to Randy Moss every, every single, single time, time. And you will win every game. Like 400 to nothing. And I don't think you ever played this game, but it was my favorite on Dreamcast. Power, Power Stone. Stone. I did not play Power Stone. Um, what's Power Stone about? This is an RPG of some kind? I think it's Japanese. It's okay. uh, it's a fighting game. No, this this looks American if I've ever seen an American game. <laughs> I think you eat <laughs> rice cakes in order to re- re- enhance your health. Oh, man. I don't know. That's my e-girlfriend. Power Stone is incredible, though. It's uh, it's this Power Stone 2. Yes, but both of them are great. It's, it's in the game. It's in the Dreamcast right open now. To, this appears to be the last game that you played. Yes, Power Stone. for good reason. Yeah. But it, they were arenas where like it was like Super Smash Brothers before Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Different items would pop up that you could like grab and use. All right. It's great. Excellent. And there it is. Wait, a, what is this? This is I wanted, not. I wanted to let. I knew it wasn't Mad Cats, so I brought it just to show you. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this is an interesting controller, if I've ever seen one. So this is the. This is a reel for Sega Bass Fishing. This is a generic reel. This is not the official Dreamcast one. This is a brand that I've never heard of. No. Um, okay. Is the brand Internet? Interact? <laughs> I have no idea. But the, the, the controller's name is a fishing 
fishing controller. But F I S S I O N. That baby's motion sensitive. So oh, if really? you hold it yeah. back and throw, oh, that thing's going to cast. This one feels much better than a Mad Cat's. I think I can deal with this. It has the natural feel. I'm going to put up a well, we'll do a little ASMR. This is the the sound of a Sega Bass, well, a Sega Dreamcast reel. <laughs> Sorry, that was fucking stupid. Um, but no, I'm excited. I'm going to hook that up. I'm going to catch a big one. I'm going to plug that TV in. Get bass. Yeah. You're going to have some fun. Get bass to where you once belong. <laughs> we'll have to report into the Clone Castanovas on how bass fishing is going. Yeah. I don't know, man. You're going to be hard-pressed to get me to play that for five minutes when I got fucking <laughs> I <Disney>. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst timing. Yes. Wait, you've been talking about bringing this fucking thing over for three months. So saving it for episode 200. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Episode 200. That's next yeah. week. Yeah. Anyways, oh, we already mentioned that. <laughs> Dude, I'm turning into a burnout, man. My eyes are constantly just glazed over. Uh, Remember that clip from Half-Baked when Dave Chappelle's character goes to fucking, he goes to like an AA meeting. And he's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted Dave, to weed. I'm addicted to marijuana. And Bob Saget stands up randomly. He's like, I used to suck dick for coke. Everybody <laughs>, laughs in his face. <laughs> Boo this man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Me just going to a fucking... A, a me you, dude, it, it would be hilarious if it, it gets legalized in the state of Minnesota. And I've, I've quit. And that's the thing that makes you go cold turkey. Yeah, well, it did get legalized. No, I know. Well, gummies got legalized. It got fully legalized now. Hemp-based THC gummies got legalized. So... Basically, what it is, is this is they derive it from the hemp. They don't yes. derive it from the plant. It still has they still have the same active ingredient that gets you high, though. But now that they've legalized it within a few years, I don't know, a year or so, we'll probably start having dispensaries pop up all yeah. over the place. It's going to be the fucking wild time, man. <laughs> oh, the state fair is going to be fucking lit this year. Oh, everybody's going to be high. It's going to be great. Yeah. Do you think they'll have, like, a weed store at the I'm State Fair? I'm sure they're going man, to. that's going to be a price. Just people just getting rocked at the <laughs> yeah, State Fair. Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. Um, yeah, we do have some uh, letters, though. Should we get to let's those? Let's get to it. All right, let's do these letters. Ah, look what we got here. A letter from Lorna. I told you Lorna was out there. <laughs> I knew it. We got a couple from across the pond today. We'll start with Lorna's. Uh, so Lorna did reach out and... Uh, Her subject line yes. was the greatest. Bono is a pox. <laughs> <laughs> I did find a, a, a hidden U2 gem recently that I forgot to send over to you. Is it off of War? No. Oh, okay. No, it's actually from like, I think, 2001. Oh. Yeah. Is so it off of that... El that album that, that was they forced on your no <laughs> yeah no it was, it was before that it was it's called stuck in a moment you can't get out of you know that one i do not know that one i heard it when i was pumping gas and i was like okay you win this round bono <laughs> you and larry and uh <laughs> the edge well, yeah well i know the edge i'm trying to remember the other guy it's names. adam isn't it adam and larry adam and larry, larry mullins i think larry mullen jr or something like that and um Adam Claypool, Adam Claiborne. No, I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. I just, you know, Adam Clayton, Adam Clayton. I'm getting there. You're there. Oh, yeah. One of these days, I my goal is before that guy dies, I want to remember his name. So 
Okay, so Lorna did uh, reach out. Sup, lads? No one hates Bono more than us. Now, Lorna is Irish. Yes. So, uh, graffiti pops up all over Dublin saying Bono is a pox. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He avoids tax and is a bit of a git. I don't know what a git is, but I don't think I, it's good. That is one of my... I have no fucking idea what it actually means, but I have heard it as like a slur in the UK as like, you stupid git. It's yeah. like, you you stupid idiot. Uh, UK listeners, um, let us know. Can we use git? Or yeah. is that cultural or is appropriation? That frowned upon. Yes. Um, let us know. I would like to start incorporating git. You know, look at that git over there, you know? It's I might be saying something word. horribly offensive. I don't know. It, uh, can a Yankee say it? I don't know. Let us know. We don't want to appropriate anything, but I would like to use that as a as an insult. Get that going stateside. It's a great one. Um, I've been MIA for a while because my job is kind of killing me, but today I've done my back in and had to leave early, so I've taken diazepam and then drank some gin, so I'm disinhibited <laughs> now. Lorna's a doctor. She knows what yeah. she's doing. Uh, <laughs> depression talk speaks to me. Uh, we're not doing depression talk because everybody's just happy over here. Have I told you guys about my 25-year-old e-girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're not buying bathwater or anything, are you? No. Oh, okay. She sells it to her fans. Gotcha. I'm not a fan. I'm her boyfriend. Gotcha. Yeah. I order her DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we've come to with my love life. Me making up a fake girlfriend because <laughs> I'm just high and bored. And I come up with these stupid scenarios in my head. Very sad. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, depression talks beats me, but using a scale makes me giggle. Doctors in Ireland definitely prefer to shoot the shit and get a gist. That's nice. Yes, it is. Yeah, much beats. Now, I will say when you take those stupid tests that we do. They do it at, like, the start of your doctor's appointment here. And then, typically, if it's something that you score, they'll discuss it with you in a little more if depth. You, but I'm not going to go ahead and say that medical doctors in the United States do a great job of shooting the shit and yeah, shooting the breeze if you, with you. If, you have, if you're lucky enough to be able to see the same doctor for years on end, they typically get a sense of you as a person. And are able to, they'll administer that scale, but then, like, eventually they're able to kind of do that. Like, get the gist of what you're doing. Yeah, and, I've been lucky enough. Uh, my company actually has a clinic on, on our headquarters campuses. Yeah, yeah, So my doctor is actually there. So oh, cool. I've been lucky enough to have the same doctor recent years. I yeah. Find, you know, if you find a good doctor. What a weird country, man. I'm just. It's just nuts that, like, if your insurance changes. You might the, not have that coverage The anymore. doctor you that you've been see seeing doctor, yeah. for 20 years all of a sudden is out of network, so yeah. you have to find a different one. That was one of the biggest complaints some people had about Obamacare is they are afraid they were going to lose coverage with their yeah. doctor, this and that, because it shook that stuff all up. Yeah, I go mean, figure. A plan that... Uh, it, kind of sucks the dick of insurance companies tends to fuck yeah. over consumers no, we have an entire medical system in this country that's built like a like a, a fucking you know um a rubber band-aid ball that has like one rubber band holding it all together <laughs> at this point and then there's like some fucking scotch tape keeping it together as well and it's just it's just ripping apart at the seams and just gets patched up and you know just if one jenga yes. piece comes out yeah <laughs> it's all going down but as soon as like anybody tries to make incremental improvements it's communism yeah it's totalitarianism and we we can't do that we like our shitty system the way it is god forbid we ever try to improve it 
It's a horrible idea to try to improve <laughs> yeah. this this system that objectively fucking sucks. Anyways. And I bought a Switch! <laughs> First console since my Game Boy Color. I like how Lorna spells color. Yeah. I like how other people spell got things. Got the U in there. Yeah. Oh, got the U! Um, you inspired me. I started Breath of the Wild. Excellent. Oh. I will say this. Breath of the Wild's getting another playthrough once I take a little breather from Tears of the Kingdom. Now, this is months down the line. Are you going to get it on Switch, or are you going back to Wii U? Well, I have it on Switch, but... Oh, that's right. Do I, I want to plug that. in my Wii U, then, and just play from my old game, or do I want to start a fresh one on the Switch? Fresh on Switch. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, it literally is the same exact game. The Wii U is not necessarily less powerful than the Switch. Right. Switch isn't like some powerhouse. No. The game looks pretty much exactly like... Yeah. They, you know, graphically, I think they've kind of maxed out the, the only disparaging point. thing I can say about the game some is some frame rate issues every now and then. Where some it gets frame rate chopped. issues and it just looks a little like there are certain sections where it's like, oh, that doesn't look the greatest, but it's an old system. Yeah, it, it it's perfectly fine. Yes. I mean, the graphics are good. It doesn't need to be ultra realistic. No. And that's the thing, though. I mean, they use cartoonish graphics, yeah. so it just kind of. I like that. I mean, that's that's how you can kind of get around that. Yeah. I mean, it's not Red Dead graphically. That's fine. Oh, Red Dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, got my paraglider, forgot the button to press, so jumped off a building and accidentally killed myself. <laughs> it's going well. Excited for episode 200. So, uh, that'll happen, Lorna. I, after playing God of War for 40 hours, I'm still like having to look down at my controller sometimes because I'm just an old piece of yeah. shit. I'm just an old bag of bones. I'm not a Joe Biden. I'm just fucking... I'm just bones, yeah, man. I gotta start ranting about corn pop, are you? Oh, I like corn pop. <laughs> I miss corn pop. I wish you'd tell more corn pop stories. That was one of my favorite cereals. Corn pop? Corn pops? Corn pops are good. Corn pops are good. Yeah. I'm, do you know what? A, a golden grams. That was like a glossy. You ever get into golden grams? Golden grams are good, but I love corn pops. It's like a glossy nugget. I'm trying to think. What's those puffs that Post makes? They're like golden puffs. What are they? Kicks? Honey puffs? Honeycomb? No. Honeycomb? Not kicks. Not kicks. No, we know kicks. That's General Mills. Yeah. Ah, uh, what is it? They're very good. They're underrated. And You're I'm not thinking of Honey Smacks, are you? No, it's not the frog. It's like a bear. For the for the. I don't know this one. Uh, let's see. Uh, this isn't like a weird Trader Joe's post. cereal. Is no, it? it's a it's a post. Um, Puffs poster. No. <laughs> Puffs post cereal. Okay. Now you're just googling e girls again. Golden Crisp. Is that it? No. Yes. yes, Golden Crisp. Golden Crisp. No, that's the same as the frog. No, it's not. Is it? Golden Crisp. Post Golden Crisp. That's puffed wheat. Yeah, puffed wheat. Yeah, that's the same as Sugar Smacks. Is Sugar Smacks the General Mills? Yeah. This is like Kellogg's version of Sugar Smacks. No, it's post. Or post, right. Get it right, man. Yeah. This isn't the circumcision doctor. We have our Holy Trinity. That's the Holy Trinity of cereal. Post, <laughs> Kellogg's, and General Mills. I'm a big General Mill guy, generally. I got to keep yeah. it local. Um, you know, I like to support local small business. Me and my e-girlfriend have been supporting General Mills a lot lately. Um, I think she's getting all the collectible cereal boxes in the divorce, but... Okay. <laughs> I gotta come up with a name for it. this. Is like this is like shitty on cart. Remember on cart? Yeah, <laughs> I had a whole thing for on cart, and now I'm just making up fake just people. Fell off the face of the planet. What would my e girlfriend's name be? Lydia. Lydia? I don't. I think it's got to be a double name, like uh, 
uh, Vixen Veronica. <laughs> like that's her that's her Twitch sure. name. Yeah, she has two hundred subscribers. She's gonna hit it big. The podcast is gonna take off. Vixen Victoria is gonna take off. We're gonna go all it's digital. Gonna have here. to refer back and forth. Yeah. Um, okay, but Ethan also reached out. Now Ethan's over in the UK as well. I believe he's in England. Um, I know he went to celebration. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, hello, little lads. Longtime listener, first time emailer, mainly because Twitter is a shit heap and they need to access that tasty Discord pudding. Did I get an invite out to him? I can't remember. It doesn't look like it. You want to shoot one over to him right yeah. now? Ethan, check your uh check your inbox. We got a Discord invite coming your way. Sorry. Apologies. Yeah. We're not the best at this. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I got like 13 minutes in the latest episode before I pissed myself at the 200 thumbnail design instead of working. And it reminded me that I wrote a fanfic about Mando going on a quest in a twinked up Dex's diner on my phone while at work as a cashier. <laughs> and when I got on my phone, my boss said I was writing notes for. I, oh, I said I was writing notes for a college thesis on ancient Greek sexuality. And then in parentheses. I was not studying ancient <laughs> I like how he's writing a twinked up Mando at Dex's diner and his boss accidentally happens upon him. He's like, no, it's just no. ancient Greece. Yeah. Greek philosophy. Ancient and his Greek, boss yeah. is like, checks out. Yeah. Din Djarin and <laughs> yeah. Din Djarin, the ancient Greek, uh, the god of twinks. He's the god of twinks. Walked into yeah. Dexter Jetster's yes, diner. Dex's diner on Mount Olympus. Um, anyways, you guys keep me laughing each week, and Sega Bass Fishing continues to be one of the best segments. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Continues to amaze. Get bass. There we go. Thank you. Um, I can't remember how I started listening, but I think it was Garrick recommending a tweet about a Jedi with IBS or something. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, either way, keep up the great content. It's brilliant to listen to while dying constantly in Jedi Survivor. Hang in there. And it's from Teethan. Ethan. But he's, um, uh, what? I don't have Twitter up, but he follows us on Twitter. We follow him. Uh, shout out to Ethan. Oh, and his subject line, Chibata Bread. <laughs> so, always great to hear from the Clone Castanovas. Thanks to Lorna and Ethan for reaching out. You can reach out to us at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Should we do the time warp? Let's do it. bread. Okay. Through Imperial Eyes, Season 3, Episode 17, aired on February 25th, 2017. Uh, number one song is still Ed Sheeran. Get used to it. He's got about a two-month stranglehold Good on it now. Good Lord. We do have a new number one movie. Um, this is a guy who first got his chops as a successful sketch comic, and then he began to make movies, and he made a very successful thriller, and this was his first big hit. He's had a few movies since then. Shit. Yeah. Give me another clue. He his sketch show was on Comedy Central and he had oh, a partner. Oh. Oh, oh, it's um uh uh Jordan Peele? Yep. Uh uh Get Out. Get Out. Yes. Is the number one movie yeah. in America. I was like, wait a minute, Sasha Baron Cohen? Yes, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen. Um yeah. So Jordan Peele. Um Did you ever see Get Out? Yeah. I never saw it. Really? I've heard it's great. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Did you see any of his other stuff? 
I've like, only seen Get Out. Us or uh, um, older or age or whatever. Or no, that's an M Night Shyamalan, isn't it? Older is M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Um, what? No, I did see one other. I think it was him. I can't. Yeah, it was. He did Get other. Out. He did Us, and then he I did, think it was uh, Us. Us is the yeah. other one I saw. And that did you see that one? I did not. I I would see Us before. I don't know. I do like Get Out, but I think Us. If I'm just want to make sure. Yes, Us is great. Yeah, Us is incredible. Um, I would definitely check that movie out. Um, but yeah, so number one movie in America is Get Out. That's a that's also very good. Yes, see them both. They are pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, and Tim Heidecker's in one of them, which is great. Jordan Peele also married to Chelsea Peretti, who is very very funny. He's married to Chelsea Peretti. Yeah. Oh wow, from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Gina. I, I did not know Brooklyn Nine Nine. Is that a good show? Never really got into it. I got into the first, like, I don't know, three seasons. And then it was like, it was during that time where I just stopped watching broadcast television. And okay. so I never went back. So it's when you became an elitist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You only watch Succession now. <laughs> yeah. Will you much. even watch Showtime? Will you stoop that low? What's Showtime? <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch uh, Showtime's I like... remember when Weeds was actually on TV. And I was like, oh, I'm too poor to watch Weeds. I don't have Showtime. Yeah, I. that's when I was in my DVD buying phase, and <laughs> I was too. like, this looks like a fun season. I, I loved buying seasons of shows. Just, oh, it didn't I matter. into it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter, the show, either. I was like, this looks like it could be good. I think I'll buy this <laughs> you know season. You know what's bad? When it was the packaging of the season of TV that really, like, gets you. Yeah. So I remember Curb used to come in a box that, like, you pulled a tab on the bottom, and it, like, opened from the top and the bottom at the same time. I hated that, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It was, it is unique, the curb. But if it mess, if it came off its tracks, it the whole box is fucked. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Just give me something that I can open." The Sopranos had a great box too. Oh, I have, um, I have the Sopranos on DVD. Um, but the box I got it in, I got it on like a black holiday, a Black Friday deal. And it just came in one, you know, those big yeah, DVD yeah, yeah. boxes. It's just a that standard plastic, like hundred pounds, yeah. and it's got just like ten inserts in there. That's what it all came in. the The full series is all on that. I need to rewatch The Sopranos, man. It's really good. It's a great show. Yeah. I yeah. remember getting Band of Brothers in like two thousand five, and it, it was the first like metal case that I got. I was like, this is fucking nuts, man. <laughs> um, I don't mind paying a yeah. hundred and twenty dollars for this. Oh. Now for ten bucks a month, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you don't want to watch it for two years, you don't have to. You just stop the stream and then you turn it. <laughs> yep. I don't know though. I mean, we have talked about the benefits of physical media before. It is, good. you know, HBO could just be like, well, we don't want to, you know, we we don't want to have Band of Brothers on there anymore. And they could just pull it off for no reason, or they could edit the shit out of it, or, or they could change their company name to Max for no reason, and you have to re-download the app. Now my billing is fucked. Ooh. <laughs> I got an email from Max today that my bill that my some I was like I've never had an issue with billing and as soon as they go to Max I was like did you see I get the, an email today that my card is out of date or I something. forget if he's the CEO of like HBO or the CEO of Paramount or he's some high up in that company but he gave the commencement speech at some college on the East Coast and he got booed off the stage Is it that Jeff something I, I think, think it so is? yeah HBO head Head guy, what do we? Is he the CEO of HBO or people just started chanting "Pay your writers"? Yeah, because he's kind of become one of the de facto bad guys. Yeah, all yeah. David Zaslov, is that it? That must be it. Yeah, fuck you, David Zaz Zaslov. 
piece of shit. Yeah. Um, or Richard Plepler. Richard Plepler, he's the chairman and CEO of HBO. Let's click this LinkedIn. <laughs> he only has 426 followers on LinkedIn, and you're the CEO of Home Box Office? That's nuts. Yeah. Come on, Plepler. He's got to up his LinkedIn game. Okay, um, so we're going to do a clone cast recommends. Um, it is David Zaslav that was giving the speech that got I fucking heckled. that hate, got heckled. Hate the Zaz. Can't at, stand the Zaz. At Boston University. At Boston University. Oh, those Massachusettsians. Massachusettsites. Massachusettsians. 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 They're a rough crowd. Um, okay, so do you want to do your song first? Or you want me to do my song? Let's do yours. Okay. So this is Gary U.S. Bonds, and <laughs> is it out of work again? No. Oh, okay. This showed up. I think my I got obsessed with out of work for a while, <laughs> and also I listened to quarter to three quite a bit. I love when I play you a song that you haven't heard before, and you just get tickled by it. I go to call my girl up. Her name is Linda Brown. <laughs> so is this one also written by Springsteen? No. Okay. I don't know. This one, This one. the video when I pulled, it showed up in my Spotify Discover. And like, like I think I've said it before, 90% of the time, dog shit. It's just like, why would you recommend this fucking thing to me? But every now and then, a gem comes yeah. through. Yep. And this particular song, when I looked it up on YouTube, usually the videos that I pull from there for the MP3 file, you know, 100,000 views, millions of views. This one had like 323. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a Gary U.S. Bonds deep cut. Um, it's called My Love Song. Do you think Gary uploaded it himself? <laughs> I don't think he's that technically capable, but maybe Linda Brown did for him. Um, but so not Gary Minnesota Bonds, not the clone casting over. This is Gary U.S. Bonds with My Love Song. It's very like Percy Sledge. It's it's. I swear this song should have been a hit. Let's take a listen. Oh, oh, electric piano. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I like it right from the it's top. It's great, yeah. man. Do you know that's Billy Everybody Preston? It sounds like it. I'm just kidding. It wasn't. Oh, sorry. Love song. Gary U.S. Bonds. <laughs> the one who writes the words I want to say. It's this good. This song fucking rules. I know. I love Gary U.S. Bonds. A love song done by me. In my own way. Oh, oh, right here. Gary U.S. Bonds fucking rules. Yeah, he does. This is a great, like, why is this not a hit? It's so good. I guarantee this is going to pop up on my Discovery playlist now. Yeah, your phone's listening to all this. Well, I told you, after you played the last one, I looked at my Discovery list, and the uh, Rockford Files theme was second on my Discovery playlist. Now, when I found this, when it when was suggested me in Spotify Discovery, like, look at the album cover art for this. It literally looks like something that was in, like, a Goodwill dump-in of it CDs. It looks like he made it at the mall. It's One not even kiosks. him, though. That's the thing. 
It's from like a compilation called Here's a Song and then in parentheses you might have missed. <laughs> He's and it's just this like shitty horrible album cover. It looks like one of the first CDs ever created. I don't know if this song got any run at all. Oh, it deserves one. He's going to take a break. I'm going to look up uh, Gary U.S. Bonds. Let's see if I'm going to take a look at his singles. And I'm Is just he curious. touring currently? The Bonds man? Yeah. Yeah, dude. We got to go see him. He's probably coming to a casino near us. <laughs> or a state fair. Yeah. No. He's a county fair. <laughs> no, he would do a state fair, but he would be in an ensemble. <laughs> no. Oh, he's yeah, he's not, yeah, he's not one of those golden oldie he's, nights. He's one yeah. of the. He's a part of the All Star Band. All right, my love song isn't showing up on any of his his discography. Nothing. Um, oh, he's breaking it down. This guy rocks, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's this <laughs> this fucking song is just I don't know. If they ever remove it from Spotify, I am fucked. Did he ever go on like midnight special or anything like that? I'm sure. Um I don't know that. Alright. Album. Here's a song you might have missed. Great record finds. Chevy Chase is on it. What? Oh no. Cass Elliot. Yeah, man. Anyways. So that's my love song by Gary, Gary U.S. Bonds, official, official, uh, I don't know, R&B sensation of the Clone yeah. Cast. We should, we, I bet we could probably get Gary U.S. Bonds on the pod. He could guest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get him and Steve at the same time. We we can, you know, we can verifiably say we have a worldwide reach. I bet if you brought up, that's a great way to sell to potential. If we ever do guests, we can go. We have a worldwide reach. <laughs> We just had Gary U.S. Bonds on. Yeah. How many people do you need to do hands across the world? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how many, like, just average size? If we're saying, like, five, You're going to put them on barges? Get across the ocean, too? Yeah, well, yeah. you know, or we can do something symbolic, maybe a rope or something, yeah. you know. Um, I guarantee if you bring up Gary... That's the goal. If the, you bring we want up, enough clone Castanovas to go hands across the world. If you bring up Gary U.S. Bonds to Steve at Cedar Cliff, Steve will know who you're talking about. How serendipitous would it be when I make my return to Steve, to Cedar Cliff, if Gary U.S. Bonds is <laughs> you playing? You walk in and out of work is blasting. Steve is like one of the five people that's still using like Xfinity's radio channels. <laughs> he's, he's using Pandora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, he had it on the TV one day. And yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, like one right, of those like right. 70s hits yeah. like on Xfinity it's, channel it's... 794, you know? <laughs> I remember when I was a kid and I first discovered those channels. Like, this is fucking they were awesome. On all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. The album cover just bounced around the TV screen. Yeah. Man, we were like Play-Doh in the cave, man. We were we were living in a sheltered little world. <laughs> now we live in the world of the internet. Oh, no. You ever read the allegory of the cave? No. Okay. Is that a side mission in Zelda? I wouldn't be shocked if they had. I mean, I'm pretty sure um, the allegory of the cave has been used in video game media before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in some way. I don't. Know. I know. I know the the gist of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a philosophy. Yeah, gonna do a philosophy. I remember that wave. That wave is long past. It's passed so hard to the point that I couldn't tell you in the next any goddamn thing about the allegory of the cave. <laughs> 
I'm just not interested in philosophy anymore. <laughs> I'm glad that phase died. I was way too introspective at that point. I just need to be high and just on it a surface level. Yeah. You know. So my song, oh. it might be a little uh, controversial and contentious. Okay. Because I know that you're not a huge fan. But I've been big on this guy's greatest. It's almost 10 p.m. and we haven't even got to the episode yet. You're going to make me listen to some dog shit country song. It's been, uh, I've been into his greatest hits this week, let's just say. It's not Huey Lewis, is it? Go ahead and hit the button. Oh, fuck, it's Huey Lewis? What is this? Oh, it's like a heartbeat. I wonder what that heartbeat is. I feel my heart beat to the beat of a drum. It might be. It might be the heart of rock and roll. And I think the heart of rock and roll is still beating. This song sucks. <laughs> is this is this fucking Huey Lewis? Turn it up! No, they gotta be able under- to hear us. I don't understand why you hate Huey Lewis so much. Oh, shut up, <laughs> sir. Oh, fake horns! not like back to the future not really really i told you we've talked about this i started on back to the future 3 and that movie sucked well yeah yeah and i can't go back oh here it comes here it comes Tears of the Kingdom theme. I gotcha. This was almost. I was gonna. I was like, this song's about to get weird because the waveform <laughs> changes drastically. I'm like, oh, is Huey gonna display some talent? No. This is a great song. No, because I tried pulling country last week and it bit me in the ass because he actually ended up liking the song. Yeah. No, I mean that was a great song. Yeah. Yeah. But this theme for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, I don't know if I like this compared to Breath of the Wild. But after playing it, (laughs) what would you give that? And we're not really talking about it. What would you give it right now at a 10? What? Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah. Oh, a 10. Uh, You know what I give it? Can I go above 10? No, I'd give it a 9.99. The shrine music is downgraded. Oh! Oh! (laughs) It's a great song. No, the shrine music is not as good. That is true. I mean, I actually kind of... It's starting to grow on me a little bit, but that was bar none my favorite track off the first yeah. game. I love... I, dude, I had a camera set up for the first time I walked into a shrine thinking that music was going to hit because I wanted <laughs> I wanted my reaction. Of a, but Charles, you know? Have we heard from Eel? No. Um, no. How he's feeling Ride about the, the, the lack of shrine music? Well, I mean, you know, listener appreciation has been retired. Maybe, maybe we'll hear. We heard from you'll know on episode 100. That is true. Maybe we'll hear from you'll know next week. The, the present Norway. Look, he's a the busy fjord man. rider. Yeah, the fjord Ride rider. The fjord. He's a busy man. He's the president of Norway. Yes. If you haven't heard, uh, I wonder how depressed Kenobi's doing. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder how uh, depressed Kenobi's still on her sabbatical. Depressed Kenobi, I haven't seen Depressed Kenobi on Twitter in quite a while. Okay. I mean, I haven't been on Twitter, right. but even before that, DK has been pretty quite... Well, I mean, she's pregnant. Yes. And I think she's kind of just, you know... It's probably good for the, uh, you know, for the child, the developing child, to not doom scroll on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Or listen <laughs> yeah. to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. 
you know, it's it's kind of like quitting drinking when you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We didn't even talk about that in succession. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, you can't you can't listen to us when you're pregnant. That's, the vibes would be all off. Yeah. Hmm. The clone caps will be there for DK once the baby is delivered. Of so, course. Um, I know the Athorian man's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, should we get into the episode? Yes. All right. Let's do it. The client recommended this one to us via email. It's a catchy little number. So it's called it's uh, called Heartbeats by the Knife, and it's catchy. It is a catchy little number. That's that's from the client. Um, he said, "If you don't like that song, you belong on Narkina Five. <laughs> client is an authoritarian man. <laughs> um, okay, so Rebels. Let's talk about this through Imperial eyes. Second week in a row, we got ourselves a doozy." We're doing season something three, fun. yes, season episode three. seventeen, episode seventeen. So, uh, where we start, we're on an imperial station of some sort. You're you're seeing the interior hallways, and there's chaos going on, and there's battle stations, and you're seeing POV. Yeah, you're in point of view. This is like waking up, and you know when you come to and fall out, and you're like, move the joystick. Oh, is that yeah. in Skyrim where it's like goes all white, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're awake. Yeah, and you're in the back of the wagon. Yeah, there's that meme. Like, yeah. oh, you're awake. Yeah. <laughs> Never knew, never thought you were going to wake up or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you kind of come to and it's just, it's chaos. They're like, battle station. Somebody comes into your room is like, battle station, sir. And then, I don't know, not in a rush, but he just goes to the mirror and you see, ah, it's callous. He goes to, you know, get a little water. And, and he apparently sleeps in his armor. Yes, he's fully geared up. <laughs> no PJs for Agent Callus. He went to the Fen Rao School of Design. <laughs> <laughs> Fen Rao, Fen Rao is a, he's a, he's a sort of, he's a sect of Buddhism that never takes off their clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Bart Simpson heads it up. Um I did see, I watched the uh, Rebels recon of this episode, and Dave Filoni was talking about how his original intention was to have the entire episode from a POV from Callus. Like, the entire episode was supposed to be like that. But he said that they got into it, and he was just like, it got to be too much. So we were just like, nah, fuck it. We're just not going to do that. Look at Dave Filoni, Mr. Fucking Art House over there. This is his magnum opus. He put he hung up his cowboy hat and put on a beret. Did you see that he directed and wrote every episode of Ahsoka? <laughs> it's gonna be off the fucking hook. It's gonna be polarizing though. Oh. There's people that just don't like him. Oh, I don't get it. It's the hat, I think. Yeah, They're racist against the hat. <laughs> yeah. Although, um, did you see Ray Stevenson died? Yeah, how you just nuts him last that? week? Oh God! Yeah. Oh, be careful, Gary. U.S. Bonds. You yeah. might be next to go. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's kiss of death. <laughs> he praises someone, and then they're just. I mean, if Gary U.S. Bonds drops this week, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. That no. I had talked about him so much last week. If Gary U.S. Bonds drops this week, I think he might already have been. No, he's eighty three. He's alive. Oh, all right. We're gonna go see him at uh, Ho Chunk Casino <laughs> <laughs> in Little Falls. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, but if he drops this week, we can't. We're just gonna have to cancel the podcast because <laughs> then at that point, I'm starting to get suspicious that people are dropping. Because we're of too us. dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that was. He was only 57. Yeah, it must have been a heart or a stroke, cancer. Or or, yeah. No, I think he was on. He was filming something actively. So God. I mean, I don't think it was. Uh, you know, it wasn't like he'd been sick for a long time. Maybe he got anything. into the booger sugar, huh? Oh, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mountains of cocaine. <laughs> Doubtful, I don't know. I don't know, though, these Hollywood types. <laughs> I don't do drugs. He was you great, though. I mean, he had some memorable roles. I forgot that he was in Thor. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he had the long red yeah, yeah. hair, and they had him all dolled up like that, like a Asgardian. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad, man. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing his character look really cool in the trailer. I'm looking forward to that. Um, But, yeah, you, you got to watch yourself here. <laughs> Someone call. Do you think we can get a? Tongue. Do you think we can get a hold of Gary U.S. Bond's agent? And be like, can you just put him in bubble wrap for the week? <laughs> <laughs> we can't have he's Gary. A national U- treasure. Yeah, <laughs> he's too fragile. <laughs> and the nation is the clone cast. It's just he's a national treasure here in our little our little studio. Gary U.S. Bond, official actor of the pod, Kelsey Grammer, official musician of the pod, Gary U.S. Bonds. I'm a big bondsman. No, those two need to put out a. <laughs> those two That's a great name for his fans. The bondsmen. The bondsmen. <laughs> he should have a backup band called Gary U.S. Bonds and the Bondsmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We should start a Gary U.S. Bonds cover band <laughs> called The Bondsmen. Oh, my God. Do you think Gary Minnesota We are not Bonds? even 30 seconds into this episode. All right. Let's talk about it. So. They're going to battle stations, and it turns out they're intercepting a transport. <laughs> like, they got, like, ten Star Destroyers. Why are we fucking dealing? Why are they calling a battle, like, red alert for a fucking transport trying to leave Lethal? It's like a civilian little transport. Well, and you can see Callus is not bothered by it at all. Because he probably knows it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they have just, like, a bunch of, like, cadets there are green and just like, oh, fuck, we got to <laughs> take yeah. off from Planetside and... It's like the guy's first night on command and he just completely overreacted. I don't know. Well, we got we got kind of a glimpse into possibly why, because what was it Lieutenant List? Lieutenant List was talking about how he fucked up talking to Princess Leia. So now he's trying extra hard with this. So that yes. might be the reason why there's such a reaction. Yes. Um. But anyway, so they intercept this transport and they take the person off. And oh, it's Ezra. It's Ezra. He has a funky little helmet on at first, but it's Ezra. He's dressed, He's dressed as a up bounty a hunter. Um, and he is taken to a cell. We also see AP5 and Chopper boarding, and AP5's like, we have information. It's a part of our protocol that because we are, we are on this hijacked ship, they call it, that we have information that we need to pass on to the authorities. So can we board? Yeah, they, they like board. recorded the the commissioning of the yeah. ship or whatever. Yeah, the, the processing officer, was it List that was processing them? I think so, yeah. Yeah, List was just like, okay, fine, yeah, you can board. And they let them board, and then they immediately ignore them and forget that they yeah, even boarded. Yep. It's just incompetence reigns supreme Well, I here. just don't think they like view droids with any respect whatsoever. You would think at this point, Also, though. in that command center, it is sideburns galore in Dude, that thing. A lot of these people are veterans of the Clone Wars, man. Yeah. You got Wolf Yolaren in this fucking episode. Oh, and but he comes no, in strong. That man literally saw R2D2 blow up like an entire separatist fleet 
get fucking jettisoned into space into little pieces and get put back together. You think they wouldn't underestimate droids? He fought a war against droids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can't just let these fucking droids run around in the ship like, ah, oh, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Also, Chopper is in his full Imperial garb. Why don't they just leave him painted like that at this point? I gotta say, I know he's iconic. He looks better. He does. It's a cooler he look. look. It's, it, it's like Chop is in a tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah, it's Chopper in a tuxedo. Whereas the original Chopper, like, Chopper, if I was in a video game, I'd be, like, mining for new skins for him. I do like the burnt orange and the kind of faded green, though. I like his color scheme. Really? Yeah. That's, like, my least favorite thing about Chopper is his color scheme. Not really? a burnt orange guy. I like burnt orange. Oh, man, we are flirting with color talk right now. <laughs> we do not have time for that. Next week. We'll save that for episode 200. I have an idea. No, we probably shouldn't do that. All right. I was going to say we could do just episode 200 be nothing but color talk. <laughs> just, just me holding up paint swatches <laughs> for three hours and then me trying to describe it. With my limited vocabulary because I'm a fucking stoner. <laughs> fucking. Uh. Um, yeah, so we're going to get uh, our first clip. Callus uh, greets Ezra at the cell that he has taken to, and we're going to get a little bit of a discussion, so let's take a listen. Bring him to the detention cells. Hey, be careful with that. Commander, I found two more. Droids? We were aboard the shuttle when it was stolen. Well, stay here and wait for processing. Oh, we can do that. We can do that just fine. Leave us. I'll interrogate him myself. Don't you realize how dangerous it is for you to be here? If anyone recognizes you... They won't. You. you know how big the Empire is? Most troopers don't even know what I look like now. I hope that's true for both our sakes. If they discover you here, I'll be executed for treason! <laughs> you might be anyway. We think the Empire was monitoring your last fulcrum transmission. So you got captured to warn me? Nope. To get you out of here. But I guess I have no choice now. Look, I'm not happy about it either. For all I know, you're playing a long game to set us up. I could say the same to you. I suppose for now, we'll just have to trust He was going to set you up. Other. He could have sold you out a Open long time. <laughs> no shit! I'll tell you anything! A confession already? You are It's last! But it will have Showing to up. wait. Admiral Thrawn's fleet just arrived, and he has summoned us aboard his ship. Bring the prisoner. The prisoner? To show the Grand Admiral how effective I am in dealing with a rebel threat? He's a bounty hunter, not a rebel. He's from the Thal. That's enough. List is an idiot. <laughs> so they're just gonna... I don't know. Use a tractor beam on a bus coming from Lethal and be like, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. And like literally, it's not like I'm assuming like, yes, they Lethal is pretty locked down, but I'm pretty sure you can get clearance to take off and leave the fucking planet. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> this is not 
it's yeah i don't know list is just list is desperately trying to make himself look good after recent failures yes no i just said like he fucked up with princess leia and now he's trying really jack really hard yeah to impress theron that low jack episode man not great um (laughs) so um um, so yeah, Chopper and AP five, uh, you heard them there. They're coming on to provide testimony. Um, so, um, they are going to go over to Thrawn's ship. So they transmit codes and they board the Chimera. That's a uh, Chimera. Chi- Chimera. 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 I always called it Chimera. Chi. Chimera. Chimera. Yeah. It was, um, those are critters in World of Warcraft. It's some sort of. Chimera is uh, two animals that are kind of merged into one. Okay. So, like, a uh, minotaur is a chimera. A gri- oh, really? A griffin is a chimera. Okay. I didn't know that, that it... I thought it was more specific type of... Um... I think in Star Wars specifically, there is a creature called a chimera that is its own specific thing. Okay. But in, like, I think it's Greek. Yeah. It's, like, meant... It's more all-encompassing. We need some real-life chimeras. You know? Oh yeah. Well, platypus. There you oh, go. Okay. Well, I was gonna think the liger. We already got one. Yeah. Those ligers, they're wild. You seen <laughs> yeah. them? You ever see the hairless ones? Those guys are nuts. Hairless ligers? Well, you can see a hairless lion or a hairless bear. They don't know what's going on. I've never seen a hairless one. <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. What the fuck? This is what? Yeah. Like literally no hair. I think this is something I saw on like, I don't know, uh MSN back in 2011 my first office job it was just like five animals you've never seen hairless is this just like a photoshop thing or is the there's like no there's like animals with alopecia okay are they patchy or is it just like a completely bare bear completely bare (laughs) just naked (laughs) man look up hairless bear it's (laughs) it's nuts man Uh, i was trying to find thrawn's music now i'm torn do i continue to search for thrawn's music or do i look up hairless bear hairless bear all right cancel thrawn's music thrawn doesn't get any music this episode sorry i know zetu casa really likes it though we'll find it we'll find it hairless not hairless cat those things are wild too whoa (laughs) look at that I like how he's got a set of hair, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a toupee. <laughs> no, he just, that bear flew to Turkey and got hair plugs because he was too self-conscious. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of what the horse god looks like in Zelda. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Man, that's crazy. That guy's a mess. Hey. Whoa, a hairless rabbit. How about might that? as well be chimeras. Oh, it's boardpanda.com. <laughs> oh, no. That's what that's like the ultimate begin slideshow so we can have 50 advertisers yep. thrown at you. I'm getting away from this. Um okay. So, so the chimera, they're boarding it and they actually they get we actually get to see them use the code cylinders. Yeah. Which is very cool. We've yeah. seen them for fucking ever and we've never actually seen them in use. You one would think they would just be pens. Yeah, they literally look like pens. They but do. We, we learn more about them in this episode. So, uh, so they're heading over to the Chimera. Um, Ezra's taken with AP and Chapter Five. Chopper go with them as well, but they're immediately just left to their own reconnaissance. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> and they they head off to just update the status of the retrieval team. So, um, they they page out to the retrieval team, and it's Kanan and Rex. That's your retrieval team. Um. 
Chopper's like, okay, we got to find some clearance codes. We got to figure this out because Thrawn's ship has specific clearance codes, and if they're going to extract them, they got to get on the ship. So we see List and Callus. They arrive at Thrawn's office. Um, we see Thrawn. He's training against the. Uh, they're not dark troopers. They're the the precursor to dark troopers. Yeah, but we've seen them in recent episodes. For all intents and purposes, they are dark troopers. Yes. Yeah. He's training with them, um, really throwing down. I mean, Thrawn's a badass, yeah. man. He, the only thing is missing, he should be wearing a gi. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's like got Van, a hell of an yeah. outf- outfit on. He's like Van Damme in Bloodsport. Yeah. Dude. He's a badass. He's kicking around. He turns them off by using the override code Rook. Rook, R-U-K-H. Now, I do know who that is. That is his little... Sneaky assassin spy. Oh, he's in some novels. He's in Heir to the Empire. He's also in the canon novels, and I'm I know that he's showing up in Rebels eventually. Um, so I found that interesting that that it was his override code though, because I was like, oh, I know who that is. Um, okay, so our next clip is going to be Callus and List meeting with Thrawn and a special guest from the ISB. Uh, that would be one Yolaren. Colonel Yalaren. I don't know if you remember me from the Academy. Of course. Young Agent Callus. I keep tabs on all my star pupils. What brings you to Lothal? We're in need of his expertise. There's a rebel spy. There he is. Codenim Fulcrum. And perhaps today we're going to learn their true identity. A traitor in our ranks is feeding the rebels information. That is the only logical explanation for their success and our failure. I will do everything in my power to find this spy, Grand Admiral. Thank you for your enthusiasm, Lieutenant. However, few are above suspicion. ISB Colonel Yularen will question each of you. In the meantime, be vigilant. Watch your subordinates closely, and your peers even closer. Our spy must be unmasked quickly, as I'm on the verge of locating the rebel base in this sector. I've narrowed it down to these worlds. From among thousands? How? An analysis of rebel hyperspace routes, their attacks under Imperial ships and facilities, and rather importantly... How many would you say are on this map? Ten? Fifteen? Not a lot. You're dismissed. Fifteen? Yeah. Agent Callus, you've had multiple encounters with the rebels in the sector. Any thoughts on our traitor? A high-level intelligence leak suggests an officer. True, but in our technological system, accessing information tends to be easier than having the means to transmit it without the Empire's knowledge. Perhaps the communication division? Too obvious. Whoever this spy is, they have a method of transmitting that we are as yet unaware of. If I can do anything to help. I'll let you know. Agent? Okay. So, Calliston lists then take off, walking in the hallway, and they are chatting it up. Um, they run into Governor Price. What? It is funny that Thrawn, like, moneyballed the Empire. He's, like, talking about deducing shipping lanes from rebels and yeah. stuff. Like, approaching it from a different angle. Yeah. Thrawn is, um, he's too competent for the Empire. Yeah. It is funny, though, like the amount of waste that we see going from the Empire and just the idiocy. Like, oh, yeah, we'll just, yeah, yeah, sure, the droids can come with, and then just nobody is with them. <laughs> yeah. 
Like just idiots. Yeah. Um, Thrawn is far too competent for these people. Um, so yeah, Callus and List are chatting. Um, they run into Governor Price. Um, and they talk about. Um, they mention the, uh, the transport that tried to leave Lothal's surface and how they caught this bounty hunter. Um, and Callus is like, "Oh, that was all List." He he starts pumping up List and making him sound really good. Um, and while List is kind of a uh, blushing over this he manages to switch the little cylinders they have their in their front pocket they got their little access cylinders cylinders the pen looking things and he pulls a switcheroo um he's like matt damon and oceans 11 he's a smooth one this (laughs) callus yeah um the problem is he's going up against thrawn Eh, it's not gonna bode well we'll see how that plays out yeah um so um, Governor Price then goes and meets up with Thrawn and Will Hoof Yolaren. Um, and then we're also going to get Callus heading back to the detention block to speak with Ezra. He grabs AP5 and Chopper along the way. It's going to be our next clip. Any progress? I'm certain the spy was present at our interviews. Now to see if they take our bait and warn the rebels. I may have something. A coded rebel message was beamed from this ship right after an off-ship prisoner was transferred to your detention block, B-7. Well, then, shall we visit this mysterious prisoner? No, we should get the codes before we release Bridger. They're in the hallway. Callus passes by and grabs All the cameras shut down. This way. Please stop that. What? It worked before. Ezra was hiding no, up on the ceiling. None of us will be leaving without the clearance codes to this ship. Um, I hadn't thought of that. And I'm afraid there's another complication. I've just learned that Thrawn is very close to locating your base. You have to tell me where it is. So you can tell him? No way. You'll find out when we get there. Not if Thrawn destroys it first. I need to know its location so I can remove it from his database. If it's even on his list. If I may, we can accomplish both of our goals by infiltrating Grand Admiral Thrawn's office. Agent Callus can keep our base hidden, and we can gain the clearance codes we so desperately need. Okay, we'll do it, but how will we know if Thrawn is in his office? Lieutenant List, where are you? Following Price. She's headed to the Oh yeah, that's right. Callus was like, "Follow Price. She might Stay be." Stay on. Callus put remember, Lieutenant. Put list onto her. Don't let them see you. When he was pumping list up, he was trying to sow some, some doubt, some doubt that maybe Price is the, you know. And list is so headstrong in this episode about trying to redeem himself after his failures that he's just like, "Oh, oh, thanks for the," you know. He thinks calluses are helping him out, but, um, so. Um, yeah, so Thrawn is heading down to the, uh, detention level. Um, he arrives with Price and notices that the, uh, surveillance system has been deactivated. And Price is like, where are the guards? And it's like, yeah, where are the guards? <laughs> also, I love how they just beamed out a message and, like, within four seconds of being on his little iPad, Yolaren's like, oh, it looks like a rebel message was sent out. It's like... <laughs> Wait, it's that easy? You just got you just had to hook your iPad up to the Wi-Fi? It's just if they even attempt to be competent, this is how effective they are. <laughs> they have it all in just the palm of their hands and they can't <laughs> yeah. even, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally being handed peanut butter and a loaf of bread and being like, make a peanut butter sandwich. Here's it's your like knife. Empire... And you just sit, th- you freeze up, and you're just like, uh. It's like the Empire is made up of nothing but Mr. Beans. Yeah. <laughs> just every single person is Mr. Bean. That's... <laughs> That's what the hairless bear looked like to me. It looked like this. Did it look like Mr. Bean? Whistler's mother. <laughs> Whistler's mother. Remember when he sings yesterday? <laughs> yesterday. Oh, I love Rowan Atkinson. I keep saying I got to watch that fucking movie again. We That's one we should do oh. specific for the Discord. Yeah, that's like a live commentary yeah. for sure. I love Bean, <laughs> man. Too. I'm a big Bean guy. A BBG. <laughs> Are you a BBG big bean guy? <laughs> have you seen have you seen that that clip that someone made like meme where it's from Bean where he's on the plane and he blows up a paper bag <laughs> to entertain the little kid <laughs> and he and he pops it on the plane yeah. but then they cut to a scene of an explosion <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, it's fantastic. I thought you were going to say like the twin towers getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be funny. I bet somebody's done. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. But where where the fuck? They are so incompetent. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, the surveillance has been. T- Didn't they catch Callus? Like, Callus is right by the cameras when he deactivates. Don't they see him turning them off? Yeah. How? I don't. And I didn't follow the whole, like, so a. But then it would look like it was List because he used List's he, code yeah, cylinder. With, yes. So, and they, they noticed that to say List is the last person yeah. to access the detention block. It was Callus, but he was using List's little fucking pen. Um, so, um, they are they are busy, though. As Thrawn's heading there, they're heading to Thrawn's office, and they get up to uh, Thrawn's office, and there's this, like, dickhead stormtrooper that's on the lookout there. He's, like, a commander stormtrooper. And Ezra just does a mind trick to let him in. Ezra's dressed as List. He's it's implied that he is List. He's playing List at this point. This moment. is one of those things where it's it comes in handy the fact that they wear their hats so down over their eyes. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, so they get into Thrawn's office. Um when they're in Thrawn's office now, Thrawn, as we know, he's got just he collects culture's art and that's how he studies them and learns about them. It's kind of his thing. Uh, but Ezra spots Hera's jingle jangle in there. What's the calicori. The calicori. I, yeah. I wrote jingle jangle. <laughs> <laughs> and Ezra's like, oh, Hera's thing. I'm going to take this. And Kallus is like, we're not here to steal things. We're here to transfer. And he's kind of right. I mean, yeah. they're literally in the fucking Grand Admiral's personal office. I could see the like instinct of Ezra just being like, oh, absolutely. oh shit, while I'm here, I might as yeah. well. Got to get that. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure she'll get the jingle jangle back. Yeah. I like a jingle jangle. The calicori. The calicori. I used to play the jingle jangle in uh, grade school music class. Is that? Th- oh, the jingle jangle. It's like the thing that you rub your hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that it's the, got the two the little. drum with the two it's beads. It's got the drum in it. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. That's kind of what it meant. The jingle jangle. Um, so, um, Chopper is going to try to delete the planet from the records. Now, there's so few planets left that. It is, I don't think deleting at this point, so, Thrawn is immediately going to be like, that planet wasn't. Thrawn's too, Thrawn so, is far too detail-oriented to notice that a different planet is. In the hologram, there's maybe, be, I don't know, 50 planets, but then the ones that are highlighted. They're like red. They're red ones, and that's maybe 12. 10 to 15. Yeah, maybe 12. 
And Thrawn, then yeah. they delete one. That was like if you were trying to like narrow oh, yes. down like somewhere in the U.S. Don't and, delete the one. And you just deleted Michigan. Yeah. Like that's what it would be like. Yeah. You just delete a state off of the fucking map. Yeah. You don't think Thrawn's going to be like, oh, I had 12 planets, but now I have 11 and that one is completely gone. This entire thing and it culminates later, but it reminded me of like. When you're in third grade and you finally like you kind of kind of come to terms with the fact of like, oh, if I work with my with my classmates, I could probably could lie to the teacher and get one over. But the teacher knows because you're only in third fucking grade that you're just trying to like manipulate her. That's the impression I got from these guys. Yeah, it's I Thrawn has. First of all, Thrawn has these memorized at this point, guaranteed. I mean, he's, you know. He's known as a tactician. Yes. And also, you don't think he has, like, backup files of this? Yeah. You don't think... I mean, And you don't think that by deleting Adelon, he'll be like, oh, I wonder why Adelon got deleted. We shouldn't check there. <laughs> like, that's just going to make him more suspicious of that one. Well, Chopper did highlight a random planet in place of Adelon. Yeah, but, but he's going to know that something changed. It's It's just... I don't know. It's literally like kindergartners trying to chick the teacher here yes it's just comical it's just not he is just five steps ahead of him um so um ap5 then pages and says thrawn's on his way back to the office and they're like oh we'll distract him and ap5 is not going to be able to distract Thrawn. um so callus is like i'll go to distract him um you guys continue working on this so uh, they don't have much time though and they have to go hide so um, they hide behind uh, some art. Was it like a piece of? Was it? It was like. Was it? Uh, it's like a beans Banksy yes. thing. It's like a mural. Yeah, it looks like a giant piece of concrete that yeah. he took. Thrawn is a big Sabine collector. He loves Sabine's art. You know, so um, they hide behind that. Um, Thrawn comes in there and he doesn't notice them, and he's just kind of a you know he starts inspecting the room, but he doesn't really notice anything is off. He takes a look at the map, doesn't see anything off there. Now it should be noted that. Chopper did not successfully change anything. He ran out of time. Um, so they're kind of like, well, where the hell did Callus go? As they're hiding in there. Um, and then suddenly the two dark troopers just burst in. And they just completely knock out immediately the two stormtroopers that Thrawn had with him. Um, and then was, Thrawn's going to engage them in a little melee. For a while, it was kind of like, oh, fuck, did Callus fuck over Ezra? Because as Ezra's hiding, Callus is like, I'll take care of this. But then he just, like, disappears. Yes. So there was a moment where I was like, oh, fuck, what happens again? Yeah. Like, I couldn't remember. So you activate him, send him to the room. Um, Thrawn tries overriding it by using his override code Rook, and it, they don't respond, so Callus somehow hacked them. <laughs> they knock the shit out of those stormtroopers. Oh, yeah. It's like, just, one yeah. of them does, like, one a downward punch, done. and he yeah. just topples them. Now, um, Thrawn eventually gets the better of him. He's dipping and diving around, shooting them, and he takes them out eventually. But as he's fighting with them, Ezra and Chopper escape out of there and try to sneak out, but Thrawn does spot them. But he only sees the back of the person running out of there, and he thinks it's List. So things are really just falling in place for Kanan's, uh, not Kanan, Callus's plan here of like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna fucking deflect it all on poor List. I mean, yeah, he's a, he, but he's just turning him into the pack. He is here. playing a perfect boob in this yeah. episode. He and he's completely unaware, but he's just like an instant away from being thrown on an airlock. You yeah. know, <laughs> but, um. So, um, 
Thrawn does spot them, leaving, but he thinks it's List. Um, eventually, he does defeat those Dark Troopers, and he pages Colonel Yorlaren. And you don't know what he says to him. It just cuts off there. Um, it's at this point that uh, Kanan and um, Rex, they arrive. They're the retrieval team, and they're in one of these stolen Imperial shuttles that the Rebels have their hands on. Um, and as soon as they drop out of hyperspace, Rex is like, oh my gosh, you know, cause there's just tons of star destroyers here. It's just a craziness. And Kanan says to him, want to update me gramps? And I, 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 I had forgotten that Kanan is blind. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, what does that mean? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He's blind. Yeah. And then I asked myself, why is he flying? Yeah. It's it's odd how they're playing this whole blind yeah, thing. Yeah, because he's flying, he's still competent fighter. He's flying, but but well, then he like he's flying, but he immediately is like, oh, there's a bunch of ships around us, so he's really just flying blind, right? Well, if the Lambda class was built in the UK, I mean, maybe Rex is driving because the steering's on the other side. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Kanan was flying. I think planes work differently than cars. I think you can fly in either seat. Okay. Well, I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. I thought it was funny. If he's flying and then he goes, well, want to update me? And he's surprised that he's surrounded by Star Destroyers. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be flying, sir. If you're not, if you can't sense the fucking four Star Destroyers that are the size of New York City. You know? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, they, they do play. It's odd, the whole <laughs> Kanan being blind, because... There are entire episodes where he acts completely normal because he uses the force to see shit. He's like Daredevil. Yeah. So it's like nothing is wrong with his eyes. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, oh, hey, I can't see anything. Yeah. Can you tell no, me what's going on? I literally on? I was like, what does he mean? Want to update me, Gramps? Like what? Like what's he talking about? And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's blind. And I just I, I realized in that moment, I was like, I forgot that he's even blind. Yeah. You don't think about it. Yeah. Because he just doesn't really show it at all. He's. You know, except for that one time he was standing by the ladder. <laughs> that was like 10 minutes after he was blinded. <laughs> just somebody just left him there. Yeah, I need help going to the bathroom. They probably put Zeb on Kanan duty that day. And Zeb, <laughs> as he's one to do, just fucks up and gets distracted by something. And just here, Kanan, I'm going to stand you here. Uh, I'll be back for you in just a minute. I got to go to the bathroom. Four hours later, Kanan is still just holding on to the ladder by himself, staring directly at a wall. Um, so, um, yeah, so they're going to page in, uh, they did get some coordinates from chopper and AP five. Um, so they're going to be able to get into the chimera, the chimera. Am I saying that right? This chimera time? chimera. Um, so they get cleared to land. They land in there. Price greets the shuttle and she's got a couple stormtroopers with her and she's immediately like, take off your helmets. You're under arrest. And Kanan just goes, He's just going to go immediately into my trick mode. And before he can even get it out, she's like, shoot them. <laughs> that was <laughs> a was great, great moment. It was a great line. She immediately saw through this. There's not enough of that in the yeah. Empire. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even remember what he was about to say, but she cuts him off and just says, shoot them. Um, so Kanan immediately gets stunned, and he's already out of the fight. So Kanan gets hit with a stun, luckily set to stun, by the way. Rex instinctively shoots the stormtrooper in the chest. Yes. <laughs> Instantly killing him. Um, yeah, so Rex takes out the stormtrooper and Kanan is knocked out. It's going to be Rex fighting Price. Um, 
And Rex is like, I don't want to hurt you, lady. And she's like, you can't hurt me. Now, in one of the Thrawn novels, they do discuss prices like martial arts training and how she really like built herself up into a competent fighter. Yeah. And she is. She's she a very, looks like it. Yeah. She holds her own with Rex for a while here. Um, So List, who's been tailing her thanks to, you know, Callus is like, yeah, tell her. Make sure I th- I've got a suspicion about her. You know, you might be able to turn Callus her in. planted that seed. Callus planted that seed and, pr- and List has been trailing her. And she see he walks in on her fighting a stormtrooper. And he's like, I knew it. She is the traitor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he immediately assumes that um, we see List then stun Price. And Yolaren is watching off in the distance. It's a big hangar bay, but he's watching off in the distance. And he sees List stun Price. Um, so at that point, though, we cut back to Callus, who then tackles List. Because Callus is now going to turn into he's the traitor mode. Um, and it's going to be our last clip. It's going to be Callus and Ezra, um, as Ezra and the crew is about to get out of there. Um, and then we're also going to get a follow-up from Thrawn to end the episode. Callus, come on! There's been a change of plans now that I've captured Fulcrum. I can do more good here. You're the rebel spy! Troopers, seize him! What are you talking about? Take him away! No! Wait! I'm not the spy, Governor Prices! It seems you stopped our spy from escaping, Agent Callus. Tell them, Callus! It's her! She's the one! Callus! This code cylinder confirms our suspicions. He used it to override security, release the prisoner, and contact the rebels. I have my own proof of List's treachery. Thank you for your brave actions, Agent Callus. Well done. Unfortunately, not in time to stop him from an assassination attempt on the Admiral. My apologies, sir. None required. He did not succeed. The Empire will make a note of your service, Agent Callus. You may go. Thank you, Grand Admiral. Things have fallen into place a little too perfectly for my liking, and I don't think Lieutenant List is capable of what you've accused him of. I agree. Sir, the prisoner's effects have arrived, as you requested. Colonel Yularen, what do you think of this design? A beast of some kind. A stylized expression of a Lothcat, a ubiquitous native of Lothal, and rendered by a very familiar artist. The use of this specific color, the angle of the line, this is the work of the rebel Sabine Wren. I believe this helmet belongs to her compatriot, the young Jedi, and I escaped prisoner, Ezra Bridger. Bridger? If Bridger was the shuttle thief, why didn't Callus alert us? Because, Colonel Yularen, Callus is the rebel spy, Fulcrum. He used List's cylinder to impersonate and implicate him. And more importantly, he used the young Jedi's power to gain access to my office and reprogram my droids. Very skillfully, I might add. 
I would never have suspected one of my best students was capable of this betrayal. And that is why you and so many others have been deceived. I believe Agent Fulcrum will prove far more useful to the Empire than Callus ever was. Okay, so as soon as they started going into that, I was like, there's no fucking way Thrawn is buying into this. Yeah, Thrawn immediately was like, this is not complicated. Yeah, so Thrawn has found out Callus, unbeknownst to Callus. He's, Callus is very willy-nilly. It's like as Ezra is taking off, like, come on, Callus. He's just like in the fucking hangar bay on Imperial shipping. Like, he says, I can do more good for you here. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, maybe just like... Be not so hedge, on the nose. Hedge your bets. Yes. Yeah. Um, he probably would have been wise to get out of there at yeah. that point. But uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what the future holds for Callus here now that he's been found out and he has no idea that he's been found out. But, like, as soon as Fulcrum does anything, even though he, you know, immediately that's going to rule out List then. Yeah. You know? Well, um, also, List right away is like, Callus, what the fuck are you doing? You're the one that told me yeah. that... So it's like if they talk to List for two seconds, List is going to be like, Callus is acting really fucking weird. What's going on there? Yeah. Uh, now, so Thrawn knows that it's not List. Now, obviously, Thrawn can't exonerate List because if Thrawn exonerates List, then Callus is going to know that something is up. So I'm just kind of thinking, is List going to get the full court martial here and have oh, to I'm fucking... Sure. So List is basically going to be killed for <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah. He's such an idiot. And Callus is fucking completely under the thumb. He has no idea. Yeah. This could be a complete. This is a complete disaster. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, and by the way, the planet didn't get rearranged or anything. So even though it was like a buffoonish plan to begin with, that nothing was done. Nothing, the only yeah. thing that got out were the codes to get out of there. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, Thrawn is, you would think, I, I would assume that in episode two is going to deal with maybe like a relocation process or something. Um, but anyways, so, uh, that is the episode. What is Thrawn's, Thrawn's last line is very, very ominous and cool too, though. Cause he says, uh, I believe agent Falcrum will be, will prove far more useful to the empire than Callus ever, ever yes. will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Thrawn constantly playing the long game yes like and it's starting to come together for him here so thrawn is showing to be quite the capable villain it helps when everybody else is a fucking just a baby. fucking idiot yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um okay what does imdb give through imperial eyes imdb is giving through imperial eyes in 8.8 okay quite um, high I really enjoyed this episode i mean it's just buffooner just buffoonish you know, st storytelling at certain points with just certain plot points yeah. that they're using. It's just like, what? this Overall, this very but, good story. But it's fun. Yeah. It's very fun, and um, I was really happy to get two weeks in a row now with a fun episode. So weird plot holes aside and everything, I quite enjoyed this episode. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Hey! I'm very strong. And right there with you, 8.5. Yeah. And the thing with Thrawn in this episode that I really liked is, you know, I've been mentioning, like, I, Thrawn never seemed needlessly cruel to me in the books. Right. But he has at times in this. It's just cruel. 
This was more of the Thrawn that I expected. Like, calculating. Calculating, cunning, always a step ahead, even though they don't and they don't even know it. Like they're playing right into his hand. So this was the most Thrawn Thrawn has Thrawn for me so far. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it was great. That. It was a good episode. Um Yeah. It's it's finally turning around. I gotta say, it was a dark period for a while. Two eight point fives. Um before we get to light side, yeah. I do have a little surprise for you. What is it? No. <laughs> Here you are, my friend. I'm not doing apple top. Yeah. No. You have to. I made a special stop. Okay. I'm not eating this apple. You right. have to. Just Adam. we need a review. Just one taste, one bite. I have never heard of this apple before. I saw it in the st- <laughs> I saw it in the store. It's got a soft spot on it. This worry. is this is called a wild twist. I got to see how it stacks up against Honeycrisp. So I want one taste from both we're not of us. Doing, we're not Just doing any more. Just one. One bite. One bite okay. from each of us. And we're going to give a review because we know the Pinnacle's Honeycrisp. I got to see if there's any competitors with that. There are none. I Well, that's what and we're going to find why out. that's why Apple Talk is stupid. Well, it's not like I brought you a Red Delicious. This is a wild twist. All right, so what do we got? A wild twist. Wild twist. All right, so we're going to... We're not going to... No long discussions. No, I just want your honest review. All right, I'm biting into it. There we go. It's juicy. Don't. You know, last week when I was like, you're going to bother people with sensory issues? I'm people. <laughs> I hated that whole segment. <laughs> it's juicy. Stop it! It really is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no honey crisp, but. Okay, if honey crisp is a 10, where's this ranking? What's your number? I hate this fucking show. <laughs> It's like a seven. It's up there. It's fine. It's not great. Now, put it down until the show's done. Well, I'm I'm trying to analyze a little bit. I need to come up with my number. People don't like this. <laughs> Quite the contrary. <laughs> Just because one person said they liked it. People on Discord were clamoring. You got to stop eating into the mic. Clone Castanova's right in. Let us know. Have you tried the wild twist? Is that what it's called? Wild Twist? Yeah. Wild Twist? Let us know. What do you think? How does it stack up against the honey crisp for you? I could be the next wave. Can we move on? Yeah, Wild Twist Apples. There you go. 7 out of 10. Not as sweet as a honey crisp. It's I'll crunchy. Give it a, I'll give it a 7.5. It's juicy. It's juicy. It's got good crunch, but it does not have honey crisp, honey crisp crunch. Look at the sheen on that, though. That's a, yeah. that's a pretty one. It's not a honey crisp, though. No. No. You want another bite? No. We're not. You just took a tiny one. I'll eat more later okay. if you'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to move on? <laughs> Always look on the light side of life. <laughs> light side moment of the episode. I'll tell you what my light side um, is. 
Moving on from that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, light side moment. This segment's episode. got legs, baby. No, it's. <laughs> we're retiring it. <laughs> light side moment of the episode. Um, I'm going to go with Thrawn hand to hand combat with dark troopers and kicking their ass. Yeah. Ninja like he was very strong. I saw like they made a point. Filoni made a point in Rebels Recon to say, like, it's important to show that Thrawn is formidable in other ways other than being yeah. intellectually formidable. No. So this was a way to be like, oh, no, he he can actually throw down. Yeah. He's like um, metahuman almost. Like, I don't know what the, you know, it's just body composition looks very human. They're very human-like. But I wonder if maybe they have, um, I don't know. Enhanced know, muscular structure. Yeah, something like that or, you know. The gravity or something. I don't know how this shit works. Whatever. Science. But I would be curious because he's like he reminds me of like a he's like the fascist Captain America or something. (laughs) Like he's that level of badass. Yeah. yeah. He's like superhuman, but he's human. He's enhanced. Um, So, um, yeah, that's my light side. What's yours? Um, I'm going to go with seeing the code cylinders actually being used. I don't know. For me, it just. It was cool seeing that. Yeah, we've never seen him use. Yeah, before. and just having a per like you always assume like, oh, what are these fucking pens? Are they just like? I always thought they were pens. Yeah, I was like, these are pens. But ha- seeing them have a specific yeah. per- purpose, where it would be like, oh no, a, a higher level official would have more of those. Yeah, was kind of it was cool to build that context. It is interesting to have a physical key for that system. You know. Yeah. Um. I guess it because, you know, I would say like, yeah, you could trust Imperial officers with these types of things. You would assume if they're an officer they're, But none of these people are. Yeah, they're not competent. They're they're inept and they're stupid. Well, I mean, we've even we've seen. I mean, at this point, they we've fucking list like Callus just does a quick slip and gets it out of his fucking pocket and switches. But it. there's been other Star Wars properties where they've used like hand prints and eye prints and yeah. they just knock them out and like carry them over like the Three Stooges and like put their hand on the screen. You know, you sound like one of those people who's like after a shooting, they're like, well, they're just going to be more stabbing. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I. It's like I think I I think it would be more difficult. <laughs> I'm ready to go on the BBC yeah. now. You know, uh, okay. Would you rather drag an unconscious 200 pound body over and then open up their eyeballs versus I don't know, just like sticking a card in? <laughs> Your point is well taken. Anyways, um, okay. So those are light side moments. Let's go to dark side. If you only knew the power of the dark side, Apple Talk. Apple Talk is my dark. Come on, man. I'm right on mic. I don't like it. It's delicious. <laughs> it's, it's, the segment is not delicious. Uh, dark side moment of the episode. Um, I got to go with the... Uh, I'm going to go with Imperial Incompetence. It's a good thing they're incompetent, but it also scares me when you think about just if they were slightly more competent... The rebellion would stand zero chance. So I'm going with fat and happy Imperials just being incompetent. Yeah. That's my dark side. What's yours? Uh, my dark side is, I don't know if you saw, but in Thrawn's collection, his menagerie, in the back, there's a clone trooper helmet. 
on a stand. Yeah. And it has a color scheme. Mm-hmm. He has Grease helmet. That's Gree? He has Commander Grease helmet on a stand in his office. The same Gree that was decapitated by Yoda? That's why it's my dark side. Because he has the helmet that once held just a head up in his office. Like it's a ficus. I hope they removed the head. Yeah, me too. From the helmet. What if they just kept it in there? Oh, man. It's a mummified <laughs> green head. <laughs> you walk into Thrawn's office and just like, oh, God. <laughs> what the fucking stinks in Something here? Nothing is right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thrawn isn't that barbaric. No. I don't know. We don't know. You never know. There are some. There are some weird artifacts. Like there was another one that looked like a like a bedpan, like a weird toilet. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, he's got a catheter in there. <laughs> he, he's, he goes and just raids hospitals of various <laughs> planets. Okay. All right. That is your dark side. You gotta stop. I'm fucking. You gotta. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> You gotta stop! You gotta get up cheap out there! Mandate! Stop Apple Talk! Mandate! Please wait until we are done recording it. I don't like Mandate! Gina Carano, come on the podcast. Ball Brian, Gina Grad, you're fired! Gina Carano, come on the podcast. Ball Brian, Gina Grad, you're fired. Help me, Dennis Prager. I'm being canceled. Ball Brad, Gina Grad, fired. Gina Carano, podcast. Dennis Prager, being canceled. Okay, Dark Horse Hero of the Episode. I'm going to go with AP5 in this one. He kind of came up with the game plan. Um, he was working behind the scenes. AP5 is always showing up for the ball game. I like how they're like the uh, Bizarro World R2 yeah. and C3PO. That's kind of what they're going with here, and I, I dig it. I'm here for it. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> I went with our favorite boob this episode, Lieutenant List. Okay. Because he was just dumb enough. To really make everything work for these guys. It is it is pretty serendipitous how it all came together. Yeah. If it was anybody but Thrawn leading this investigation, probably would have worked. Oh, absolutely. Thrawn is the only Imperial officer or competent. Even, even Yolaren was about to go just right. He's yeah. like, well, you know, it's kind of weird that it's List, but, you know. And even, I feel like even Tarkin is would be too arrogant to even, like, consider that. Yeah. That. Callus would be the one. It is very funny though that this it, it there were so many just serendipitous moments where it's just like that's so lucky that it happened yeah. that way. Like it, it was all for moot because of you know Thrawn's ahead of it all. But like when when Yolaren was in the distance there and saw just happened to see List shoot yeah. Price and Stunner. Perfect timing. Just perfect timing that he saw Ezra running out of Thrawn's office, but. Thrawn thought it was List because of just how he was dressed. Like, just, it was not a good plan. <laughs> but somehow it worked. But it didn't. Okay. So that's your Dark Horse Heroes of the episode. What? <laughs> I love the thought of Callus just in his head, his inner monologue the entire time. It's like, we're fucking killing it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, this plan's fucking coming together. I yeah. am good. Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up to a firing squad. <laughs> All right. The Clone Cast presents Power Rankings. Talk to me. Power Rangers! 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 Power
It's everybody's favorite segment, except for Isaac. Power rankings. So what we do here is, Adam and myself, we're going to rank our three favorite characters from the episode. Or maybe, you know, if is an inanimate object, who knows? But uh, we are going to assign points. First place gets three points. Second place gets two. And third place gets one. Uh, and then when we're done reviewing Rebels, we're just going to add them all up and see who's winning. Right now, Hera's in first, Ezra's in second, Conch Gal and Aqualush Bull in third, Chopper and Sabine and Kanan coming up the rear. So, um, there's a lot of weird ones. We're not going to do it right now. It's late. Um, so, power rankings. Adam, who's your number one power rank? Number one has to be Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ooh, Thrawn. He is putting the pieces together, and he is a smarty pants. Yeah, Thrawn really, um, that was a nice twist at the end that, like, oh, yeah, Thrawn was really on top of this And showcasing time. them muscles. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking ninja. Yeah. So I'm going, yeah, I'm also going Thrawn for my number one. That'll be a six strong points for Thrawn. Who do you got for your number two? I'll give it to Agent Callus, even though they Thrawn saw right through yeah. it. He did a lot of thicket on his feet. And being a double agent's got to, like, weigh on you. So yeah. I feel bad for the poor guy. You know, it's... <clears throat> Callus is very competent. Like, he's, like, the second most competent Imperial. It's just unfortunate that he's competing with the most competent yeah. Imperial. Um, but, yeah, Callus did do a good job there. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, like, the Mega Powers, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Like, yeah, Thrawn is Hulk Hogan. But Randy Savage is nothing to sniff. He's nothing to joke no. about. He's the Macho Man. Yeah. So Callus is the Macho Man. You know. So. Um. Oh yeah. I'll also give Callus two okay. points. I think I've talked myself into that. So four points total for Callus this episode. All right. Who's your number three? Number three. AP five. You AP had mentioned five. it in Dark Horse, but he's the one that kind of like stopped Chopper from getting like triggering some security thing because he was like oh those specific codes we have to get them from Thrawn's office nice we can't okay. get them from here so. AP5 was really solid that's why I gave him the dark horse yeah really good performance from AP5 AP5 always brings it I don't think he's ever really let us down to be honest um I'm gonna go with Sabine Wren now Sabine doesn't appear in this episode we do see her art in this episode but I'm going to give it to her because of Chopper's color scheme that's got set up now Sabine is back with her family on Mandalore, but she somehow managed to paint Chopper from galaxies away. Now, that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. I don't, maybe she sent over, like, some print files, and they just, like, ran him through some sort like, of, like, spray tan machine. I feel like there was an episode where Sabine, for whatever reason, wasn't there, and they had to paint Chopper, and it didn't look as nice. Yeah. So I did feel like this was a Sabine paint job. And I don't know. I may be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure we do know that Sabine gave him the original paint job. I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah. They're like, yeah, Sabine will paint They made up. a comment on it. They made it, a yeah. comment like that, so I'm not going out there. So I'm going to give it to Sabine, uh, just for, um, I don't know, multi, you know, she's jumping galaxies with her paintbrush. Her paintbrush extends very far. Light years. Okay, so that is your power rankings. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. Oh. 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 Yeah, da 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 ba da ba da ba 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 da ba 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 da ba da ba 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 da ba da ba. It's a bojuda. Those greedy Weasley bastards. Okay, good hood. We're on Lethal. We're orbiting Lethal. 
And it's great to be back with all. I can feel the wheat. I can feel the wheat coming. <laughs> as soon as you get outside LaFall, you just see the fields of wheat and Aqualush Bull <laughs> laying, dying on the wheat, the wheat sands of LaFall. Mummified bulls. Yeah. I like to think that he's still alive. He's mummified corpse in the fields no, of wheat. No, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. He's still alive. He's, 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 he's much like Mimir. Like Odin cursed him to... Yeah, be stuck in this tree for eternity. <laughs> Aqualush Bull has been cursed by the gods of Lothal to bleed out eternally out of his head, his brain spilling onto the sands, the wheat sands. Brain spilling out, yeah. but, always, Endlessly. but always having the desire to smash Samir's wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. For eternity, as his <laughs> brains painfully seep out of his head. Endlessly. It's just a never-ending mush of brain. He's Sisyphus. <laughs> <laughs> this show's dumb. Um, <laughs> hey, at least we're not eating apples anymore. Don't <laughs> fucking do it. All right. Good hood. Orbit and Lothal. We're at Lothal. Who was looking hot? Oh, man. Okay. There's some decent hood in this episode. I think the most obvious hood would be to go with Ezra's unique little bounty hunter helmet. That was cool. Um, also, speaking of Sabine's paint job. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm actually going to go with workout attire Thrawn. That's what I went with <laughs> too. Yep, he's got some unique. He's got like a um, he's got like a tank top on kickboxer Thrawn. Yeah, yeah. kickboxer Thrawn. Yeah. He's looking sharp. The only thing that's missing, he needs to go on Joe Rogan's podcast now. Yeah, <laughs> just talk about UFC for like three hours. He's going to go on that Jocko Willenick guy's podcast <laughs> and talk about like undercover operations and MMA fighting. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. They could talk about MMA and fascism. Yeah. It's perfect. I won't be tuning in, but there's a lot of uh, misguided young men that will be. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully he inspires them to clean their room. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, we're all, Are you going with Workout Thrawn? Yeah, I'll go with Workout We're just going to double that one up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Workout Thrawn was the best and most unique hood in this episode. Honorable mention to Rex in the Stormtrooper outfit. Yeah. Rex always. Yeah. yeah. Rex and did he, comment that it felt a little tight. He was like, I thought I lost weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right before, two seconds before, he, <laughs> Price immediately, shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Price does not that fuck around. Yeah. She's like the third most competent yeah. Imperial. Man, it's all, all the incompetent, all the competent Imperials are all being kept on one ship right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Just blow that ship up. Over. Game over. Okay, so that is your good hood. Whoa! Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. That could be the next wave. It could be the next wave, sir. Some of gotta feed them hogs. Hi, Captain. Yeah. One more. Old bear. He likes the honey. One more. Now you do, you shit! Okay, so back in the Clone Wars days, I used to predict the next episode based off of the tagline. We don't have those motivational taglines, those whatever you want to call them, the haikus. The morals. The moral of of the the episode. We don't got those for Rebels episodes, so I just predict things based off the next episode title. So, Adam, what do we got next week for episode 200? For episode 200, we are watching and reviewing episode secret cargo secret cargo love a good cargo caper um oh i know okay for so episode 200 
I, it's been a while since I've had an outlandish prediction. Let's try an outlandish prediction. Episode 200, Seeker Cargo, the Martez sisters return. <laughs> and they're ready to spill spice all over the galaxy from Coruscant all the way to Tatooine. The Martez sisters are back to fucking dump spa- spice out into hyperspace. What else are they going to do? The secret cargo that is the spice that is left on the hyperspace lanes by the dastardly Martez sisters, led up by baby brain Trace. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I don't know. I did see the tile. We got Mothma, baby. Yeah, we do. But we'll, we'll talk about it next week, but she looks very mom Mothma yeah. in this particular design. Um, so, yeah, okay. That is going to be episode 200. Will be secret cargo. So, just a reminder, authorianhistorian at gmail.com or dope jammies on Twitter if you want to contribute to next week's episode. Get that in by Saturday. So, um, we got anything else? I think that does it. All right. Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Send us an email. We are clonecastpod at gmail.com. You can still reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at clonecastpod. Uh... Thanks I'm not. A, oh, I also deleted TikTok, by the way. Oh, you did. Okay. So I'm not. If if you've been sending me TikTok, sorry, I haven't viewed them yet. I, that I'm also taking a sabbatical there. Well, just reach out anyway on the Discord. Re- reach out for the link. We'll send it to you. I'll be around. I'll be back. Yeah. So we love all of our clone Casanovas. We'll see you next week for episode 200. Until then, may the Trinitron be with you. Fraser has left the building. You ever hear the tragedy of Crispin's day? Munchy, crunchy, apple, apple Munch a crunch a munch a crunch a apple, apple